Welcome to the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This is Obi-Wan Kenobi. May the Force be with you. Looky, looky, Senator. This is Jedi arriving. Star Wars fans and welcome to the latest episode of the Positively Star Wars Senate Podcast. This episode is recorded on Sunday the 4th of June 2023 using the powerful dyad of the Force which connects two Force-sensitive beings, making them one with the Force and sharing a collection that spans across space and time, otherwise known as Microsoft and Skype in this case. And in my latest update I've now got the weather as well, which is uh, everything I've always wanted, like using Skype. My name is Stephen, the Chancellor of this Senate, the obligatory Brit contingent of this otherwise American crew, as we talk positively about Star Wars roughly the next hour and a bit. This episode is brought to you by Yup Nub. He walks. As it's the Return of the Jedi 40th special chat episode uh, this time, it's time to celebrate these small, furry, mammonoid bipeds that live on the forest moon of Endor. And as we know, we're big fans of Ewoks. As I just read beforehand, it was going to be Wookiees in the originally in, in the movie, but they changed it to Ewoks. But before we get going proper, it's time to hear a quick word from our sponsors. Learn valuable skills. Bring order and unity to the galaxy. Be a part of something. Join the Empire. Right. So... As we, before we get going, I introduce my fellow senators on the show. I'm going to be giving you two questions at the start of the episode for everyone listening and for the senators that are with me now. And at the end, I shall repeat the questions and we'll go and see what everybody's answers are. So, whereas I'm in the UK, I am joined from across that great big pond by positive friends from the United States of America, who are this month, Ricky. Hello. Ron. Greetings and salutations, fellow senators, Chancellor. Ryan. Hello there. And Marie. Hello. Hello. So I've got two questions and they are Return of the Jedi themed. So senators who are who are here with me now, write down your answers or write down the question, have a little think about it, and then we'll come back at the end of the show. So the first question is. What's the first thing that C-3PO says in Return of the Jedi? And, as I'm, I'm going to almost guarantee that you guys probably know this, um, Ron. What is the number of the first Imperial shuttle seen in the movie? So we want the first thing that C-3PO says in the film, and we want the number of the first Imperial shuttle seen in Return of the Jedi. There's your questions, answers at the end of the show. Okay, so, as I said, on this show, is this gonna, we're going to have a little round the table discussion about Return of the Jedi, the 40th anniversary of thoughts about the film when it first came out, I've thoughts about it when it came out for the second time, and I've thoughts about it when it's come out again, and um, we've seen it about 500 times by now. But we're also going to talk about Visions Season 2, which we've all watched, and I've just managed to uh, catch up on that. And if we're really desperate for time, we might have five minutes on the High Republic Young Jedi Adventures, but we'll see how it goes of which some of us have watched a couple of the episodes but as ever we shall start off by going around that big table that spans the atlantic ocean 
and see what everybody's been up to in Star Wars now in these last 30 days since we all gathered around this massive table. And we all start this week, oh, this episode, should I say, with Ricky. Hello. Uh, yeah, I've just been trying to play Jedi Survivor. Um, I'm, I'm like in the early stages, so no spoilers. But um, no, it's 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 cool. It's just it's like the first game, but um, a little better. There's less bugs to fight, so um, I'm enjoying that. And then, um, what's what's what your favorite stance in the game? What? What's my stance? Or what's your favorite saber? Oh, I use double bladed orange saber. <laughs> That's what I'm using right now. Yeah, it's it's cool. There's a lot of customizations, and it's a lot more than the first game. So I mean, you can change what you look like and the haircuts and all that stuff. And that's what really bits. confused me because, as I said, I I watched the whole movie, yeah, you the whole it. game on online on YouTube, so I know the whole storyline. Which um, I don't I, see how that person like pl- like posted that like two I days after the game came I out. That's no idea. They must have people had advanced copies or something. Like that. They they must have not done any of the side missions because like there's so many different side missions to do. They must have just blown through the game, yeah. Which is no fun. <laughs> I got confused because I was watching it. I was watching one movie that somebody put online, and then I realised that this chap or or lady was missing out quite a lot of the uh, bits in between the the in game movie stuff. So I thought, well, this mm-hmm. is no I miss it. It just didn't make sense every time I saw the uh, the in movie bits. Well, this doesn't make sense. I've missed parts of the storyline. I'm going to have to do yeah. something else. So I went back, I went look around the old YouTube search and I found somebody who had done like, it was two hours more in the movies. I thought this person must have done, record a lot more. So I get to watch all the um, side puzzles and stuff, which there are a lot of puzzles. Yeah, usually yeah. usually squeezing awesome. around things, jumping things and moving things around, as it seems to be. But yeah, he, um, Cal looked completely different in that one. I was like, what's going on here? Yeah, and you I, can give him like a mullet, speaking. you can put like a giant mustache on him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, it's different, it's different, um, uh, what they call them custom skins, isn't there? And stuff, so yeah. He's got a bit, fir- bit more of a beard and one bit less of a beard the first and- game. All you could do was like change out his poncho. This one you can fully customize him, so it's a, it's a lot funner. Yeah, I have him dressed like uh, kind of mixed between Han Solo and, and Luke, um, in Return of the Jedi, so um, it's pretty fun. And I have like he has like Obi Wan's lightsaber, it's, it's so many different customizations like you can do. And- the weird, the weird thing this won't, this won't spoil any of the any of the story. But every time it goes back to the uh, mantle, is it mantle? What's the ship called? The mantis. Mantis, that's it. Mantis, that's close. Say so the mantis. Every time they go back there, and he wants to get, they want to go somewhere else. He goes up to that sort of um, control um, table, presses the button, and he goes, "Where, where should we go to now then?" Um, yeah, I haven't got to really that yet. That never fits in with the story because they, they have the story go, yeah, well, we really need to go to X, Y, Z. Okay. Then you, you walk him up to the thing. He goes, no, oh, so where do you want to go to today then? <laughs> well, we just said just said in the bit beforehand. That just really sounds a bit odd. Rook. Yeah, Stephen, I'm still like on the first planet where uh, where Greece has the cantina. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Greece. Yeah. He's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm in the beginning part still. I haven't really played that much, but it, yeah, it's a, it's it looks gorgeous on TV. So uh, I should but, say no, but yeah. yeah, I've just been doing that and then um, eating Grogu cakes, and I've probably done more, but I just can't think of it right now. <laughs> yeah, it's been good. Okay, well, and also you, because we never talked about it in the uh, in the other segment. You also watched a few episodes of the High Republic Jedi Adventures thing. Yeah, I watched all the shorts and then the first two. We just haven't we got around to it. I, I, skipped, I saw half the shorts and I skipped the rest of them. It's weird because the second episode is basically one of the shorts. So it's the same story. Oh, it's right. expanded. Yeah. Oh, right. With the I little pirate the guy. Yeah. Uh, 
Yeah, but it's very much, as I said, as we guessed it would be, it's very much a lesson for the episode. Little House in the Prairie, Star Wars style. Yeah, it's it's like it's like a regular Disney Junior show, but it's it's cute. I like it. I just I just have we just haven't watched it. We've been catching it's up. Very, it's very as Ron said before the show started. It's very pretty, and I have to agree, it is very pretty. But it's, it's wholesome. You're not going to you're not going to get any swear words in this. Yeah, I, I wish they would have had the show on when my daughter was like toddler age. It would have been perfect. I made her watch Clone Wars and Ahsoka's like beheading people. So. <laughs> <laughs> There's none of that on that show anyway. Look, baby, she just took off five people's heads in one swoop. <laughs> Yay, Dada. <laughs> I remember we never really thought about how much violence there was in the film. There was tons of it. It was such a dark show. I started watching it like when she was like little, like that age, like uh, with her, because Netflix was going to threaten to remove it from there, like for the fourth time. So, <laughs> and I remember like, like, wow, this is way darker than I remembered it was. <laughs> Machines, life's matter as well. It's funny how kids will do that to you to, to give you a new perspective on what you're watching and what you're hearing oh, coming yeah. out of TV shows. And it's like, wait a minute, what? Yeah, you don't think about it when you're watching, but yeah, you have those little ones. All of a sudden, TV becomes oh, yeah. becomes a whole different animal. It, it's just a different experience, Star Wars, like watching it like as an adult and then watching it with the kid next to you. Like you you finally enjoy things that you probably just glanced over. So. Uh, I think a lot of movies do that. It's so hard to find movies that are like kid appropriate <laughs> that don't have like little things here and there. Okay. Yeah. All right, we move on then to Ron. Uh, greetings, everyone. My Star Wars thing obviously just been uh, taking on the content that came out, um, visions and the like. It's been very light. The only thing I did pick up, I managed to score a poly bag. I'm gonna throw it in the chat here. Um, always, always fascinated by the Lego figurines. And because I don't think they they um, did sell them, but they do every once in a while a promotional thing or a gift with purchase type of thing, whatever. And I saw a um, poly bagged Obi Wan Kenobi. Uh, I think it was I think I learned it was celebrating the 20th anniversary of A New Hope. So no, 2021 maybe. Um, but anyway, it's a very very cool little. Yeah, it does look a little George Lucas. <laughs> yeah. Little cool. Um, Lego fig. Uh, I'm sure it's very common at, at this point, or it's not anything super highly collectible. But Obi Wan, the man, and uh, um, yeah, that's all that's older. It's yellow. Yeah. Say that. You oh, know it's older because it's yellow. You know, now they make uh, them like yeah, a little more flesh tony or whatever. Yeah, I I don't I think it I thought I saw it was yeah it was supposed to be for the twentieth of of a new hope which would have been just but a couple years ago so. Um, no, the 20th for a new hope, that 20th, would have been like, yeah, yeah, 20, yeah, yeah 20 yeah. years anyway. Um, so that's that a like bit, it's, it's been a very light, yeah, been a very light bit of it here as of late. Of course, it is, we will be talking about it, the return of the July 40th anniversary, because everybody knows it should be said about 500 times by now. So, I have to ask the uh, obligatory question, Ron, have you opened the box? I have not. <laughs> no, I was going to surprise you to say something oh. during the Return of the Jedi while I saw the barge. I was like, the got inspired and all that. But no. In the box. So, yes, the, the barge is in the box. Where the is the box? I'd like to know where is the box in the in the house? Barge is in the box. Box is, box in, is in his attic. Indiana Jones, like, and the <laughs> attic is in the house. It's in the attic. Wow. Uh, we have a finished, um, um, a safe, um, a conditioned, if you will, attic. Mm. So not, not, it's, it's, it's fine. 
Yeah, my, it would have ended up in my living room if I put it in my... Are, it you, still try, up. are you, <laughs> you still trying to work out how much it's actually worth if you sold it now? Um, I haven't been down that path. I know it does command it. Uh, it, it does command a bit of a why didn't I buy two aspect in terms of mm -hmm. what it what it's commanding, whatever. And uh, honestly, that does factor into the. I gotta make sure I find the right place to put it if I do choose to want to put it somewhere. Um, uh, I, I do have a place for it uh, that I think is big enough to accommodate it when all that transpired way back when or whatever but yeah now it's it's commanding such a ridiculous price that it's like oh, i have to we'll we'll really it'll be a day if i actually if it does get out of the box you opened sure. the box before though right i did, did open the shipper okay. yeah i did open the shipper to get it out i think i did that i think i took pictures and sent it to steven if i recall i can't uh, imagine who else would have cared been, like to send it to anybody but yeah yeah um <laughs> I found him on my phone feed one point in time. I just remember it was on the the dining room table, and it is huge. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it was. Well, it was on the table. It, yeah. it, I mean, the packaging and the, the packaging art and everything is 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 collectible in and of itself because it's just that gorgeous vintage collection. Um, I don't recall it being anything ridiculously heavy. I think it's more awkward than anything, the big box and just the sheer size of it and moving it carefully so that you don't ding anything. I think it's, if I recall, I think it's pretty well packed inside of there but yeah i definitely recall um getting it out of the shipper just to be able to like i say see it or have that take the pictures and i think it was it was that's what started all this with with the chancellor and i with steven and i that uh i sent pictures to say yes how long has it been now it must be two years isn't it yeah oh, it's longer than that it's Is whenever it? that it's whenever that thing dropped i was i was i took part well actually i didn't take part in it right away i took part in it like the, the very last day i think i feel like we right were already there. doing the show like releasing the episodes maybe that's why i took the pictures to have for the show um or to, to, to when we talked about it or something like that just to have them mm. right i've told the story that i remember the waiting for the fedex man because yes. the thing was going to be huge right and it was you know, sitting on the porch was not going to be an option so i got <laughs> wind or got somehow got a clue that um they were coming that day so i stayed home from work um to be able to receive and the and the FedEx dude said, this is the second one he's delivered in the area. I was like, oh, really? <laughs> that there's somebody else in, in my small small town USA that, that that has one of these things. I've often wondered. And he told me the address, but I don't, I don't, if I remarked it, I don't remember it. And if I did remark it or put it down, I don't know where I ever put that note down to try to find that fan to see see um, just to, just to know that there was somebody else in the area that was... Um, captured enough by what that thing was to to pick one up themselves because yeah that was a bit of, not a gamble i mean we knew what it was and it was worth every penny yeah, yeah and it was worth every penny it was it was but it was that has lab thing that would have never made it in the stores for sure so it needed to be what it was but it was very well done for sure god it can't be years now god I mean, this opens me to the question what's the longest anybody's ever kept something in the box <laughs> when they purchased something Anybody listening, email in, um, drop us a note anywhere, and let us know what's the longest you bought. Oh, I got, I got Lego sets. I've never taken out the box. I mean, literally at the parcel. This is not. Oh no, this is in the box, isn't it? It's not in the parcel. Yeah, I got Lego sets from the original, from the original run. That I wish I would have bought more of. I didn't care for them. The Lego. The, if you look at the original ships and designs of things, they looked like they were made out of block 
Legos yeah. and they didn't look very good. And I just, you collect what you love, right? And I just, I didn't care for them. I, I picked up a couple, I think an X-Wing and an R2, just the, the, the you know, kind of look neat or one, I don't remember now anything about them or whatever. But now those have a whole lot of collectability to them because nobody knew if the, Le but now the Legos, they, they design them for such, or, or they create them with such specific to that model piece that that they look a lot better once they're built but yeah so anyway yeah there's a, there's a number of things in the collection that are still in the box if you will Stephen. right i'm just thinking that if you had sold it for no particular reason do you think you could buy a, a 2023 honda civic with the money <laughs> <laughs> you can put a healthy down payment on one too <laughs> <laughs> just curious no particular reason okay yeah, right uh ryan well, I haven't been doing much. I'm still trying to finish Path He's of Exile. He's been Vengeance. playing Zelda nonstop. <laughs> yeah, that's that's really it. So I haven't been much in the terms of Star Wars, but I have played 150 hours of Zelda. So it's well, you were playing Fortnite too. I forgot about that too. The Star Wars Fortnite thing was on last month. That, yeah, that I, occupied. I have not touched it since the event ended, though. So <laughs> I'll, I'll probably fire it back up here now that it's summer and the kids home more, but. I haven't finished High Republic Path of Vengeance yet, and it's not because it's the book's fault. It's because of my fault, because every waking moment <laughs> is like get home from work, deal with, talk with the family, uh, have dinner and all that stuff. And, you know, and then just never get and then play Legend of Zelda like that's what you're saying. You're <laughs> saying life gets in the way. Wait, what? Yeah, Zelda crazy. gets in the way. He's, he's got he's been <laughs> Zelda. Unbelievable. I almost couldn't make it today. Like. I was like, man, I only get two days off because I took five days off last week. Right, Ryan's starting the Positively Zelda podcast. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, but no, it's pretty much just been as far as Star Wars Path of Avengers. I tried ret watching Return of the Jedi last night, but my freaking Disney account locked me out again. And I changed my password for like the fifth time. So I didn't have time to watch that. And I could have watched it this morning. But again, other stuff gets in the way. And I watched... <laughs> Adam Driver in 65 million. Well, you know, it's Adam Driver. Movie. And then I watched Creed 3 this morning. So I'm mm -hmm. just busy with all sorts of other stuff and haven't been able to watch Return of the Jedi. So not much me for Star Wars this past month. That reminds, you yeah. have seen it, though. Right? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I wanted a refresher, though, because it's not at the top of the list, I'll say, for as, as far as my rankings. Oh, we'll get to that. We'll get to that. Yes. Uh, you have reminded me i've had password problems with disney in the past for some reason i don't know it just goes nuts sometimes mm -hmm. to change the password um but you have also had your birthday since uh last time ryan and you had some star wars bits and bobs for that oh yeah yeah i did have a star wars birthday the wife bought me a cake ice cream cake which was oh, ice cream. oh yeah i don't like normal cake i'm not a fan of cake and cupcakes yum yum, yum. i just don't like the style <laughs> American cake, I should say. So, but yeah, I had a Star Wars birthday. Kids had like a little Grogu bag and plates and all that stuff. So it was good. Yeah, that's not, that's not bad. So ice cream, so that's it kept in the fridge then, that cake. Actually, it's still in the basement. I should probably have some I'm, for Yeah, surprisingly, you have to bake it. I think you, what, you get to 350 or three 375. Yes, it's <laughs> kept in the refrigerator. <laughs> in the freezer. Then you live oh, yeah, yeah. for forty minutes. Free, yeah. Freezer, and then yeah, day of or in the morning of, you want to put it, get it, get it out, and get it in the fridge or whatever, soften it up, or you'll be stabbing at that thing with the <laughs> world's sharpest butcher knife and still hardly able to cut the thing. <laughs> okay, excellent. Okay, right. Uh, thank you. And last but not least, 
it's uh, this could take a while because Marie's got about three months worth to catch up on here. <laughs> only joking. No, I only joking. <laughs> um, I haven't actually been doing that much because I've been getting ready for uh, five million different things that I have going on here. Um, so let's see. In the last month or so, though, um, I've done a little bit. Been listening to some music from Galactic Empire, which is like Star Wars metal. So that's kind of cool. Oh, yeah. And I don't know if you guys have ever heard of Closed on Sundays. It's like a lo-fi yeah, band. Yeah. They do yeah. a lot of Star Wars lo-fi. So mm-hmm. anyone out there who um, who has an interest in any of those types of things might want to check those I, I out. I love their just, stuff. Yeah. Just for like um, Star Wars music-y stuff. Um, what else? I did watch Return of the Jedi once. I was going to do it again last night, but then I got tired. Uh, watched all of Visions. And I've been doing a lot of, like, um, because I've been looking around for a new car and finally found one, I was looking around at, like, people's um, personalized plates and stuff because I'm kind of bored of mine. It's um, it's an old, old, old plate that I've had since I was, like, 22. So um, I'm looking at getting new plates and I'm seeing a lot of like Mando themed stuff like yesterday's latest was my Mando so I'm looking at what I would want to uh, put on a new personalized plate or just leave it alone I mean I just bought a new car but yeah that's pretty much it you could do you can do Leia's like prison uh cell number what was that Ron? 2187 <laughs> yeah what was the was it, is it just that I thought it's a really what's the one with the really long there was a letter in there that was a really long number no, Trash no, compactor really, three two six three eight two seven two seven yes that's it the trash compactor number yes they just put that <laughs> that'd be awesome three, I'd be two six three eight two seven yeah it, it works let's see I'd be curious to see if it's available because that's a pretty common tag number yeah. uh, you know vanity tag vanity tag let's some say. person that doesn't even watch Star Wars has that number <laughs> well, assuming, you guys, assuming you get um uh you can use the same num same numbers in different states. Suppose you guys yeah, you can. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So three, two, six, yeah. three, eight, two, seven could be. There could be fifty of those. Yeah. Yes. Um, yeah. I don't know if it's allowed because it's all it's all numbers. Yeah, it's but, all numbers um, might be tough. I think you have to have a letter in there somewhere, but we'll see. It, it meets the seven character guideline at least. A zero could be a, a zero could be an O, couldn't it? So. Uh, yeah. Get away with that thing. Yeah. I was just thinking of the uh, some of the some of the tricks used to play on the calculator. Can't say that here though. It's, it's, it's a family family show. Yeah, okay. my um, my license plate used to be a deep cut, but now since everybody's watched Revenge of the Sith, it's no longer one. Um, has anybody else ever had a uh, Star Wars uh, license plate? No, I'm surprised no, no, no. At you, Ron. I'm surprised. I could see I could see you with a Star Wars one. Uh, yeah, fair enough. Absolute silence there. Okay, right then. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that I thought I was for sure that Ron would back me off on that one and say, "Oh yes, I've had one." Um, no, I'm sorry, not not a, a vanity tag. Just it was not any. Not Ron any just drives an actual speeder to work. <laughs> <laughs> I bought the. I bought I was the like sp- I've got. I spent enough on the sail barge. I cannot afford a, uh, a custom. <laughs> He's got the Luke Skywalker power wheels, and he just takes it. In <laughs> all honesty, my comfort level of of wearing it on my sleeve, wearing my Star Wars fandom on my sleeve, is is I'm getting better at it here in 2023. Obviously, by talking about it with uh with with fellow fans. Um, but yeah, I, I was never really one to outwardly um. 
to 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 go out with it. With it. I bought the stick figures where you put on the back of the fi- uh, back of the vehicle. I don't know. Is that a thing over there in Europe where you know the the husband's Han and and the wife is Leia, and then you have oh, or Ewoks yeah. or you know various things like that. Or usually it, they skewed. Um, bad guy it would be stormtrooper vader and stormtroopers or something like that or whatever. um but i found a set that was was good guys was leia and and, and luke and, and things like that or whatever I, I bought it but could never bring myself to to putting it on the back of the car i think too the kids would be a bit embarrassed uh, and i don't think it it passed the um it didn't have the um didn't have a high enough uh, uh, um, WAF factor, wife approval factor uh wasn't yeah. there something like that on on the back of the family vehicle but I think yeah, I you guys, you guys know that um, I told you guys that my car got totaled out because I got in an accident. So like I have uh, on that car I had on the back window, um, it's a sticker for Yoda. It's his face and it says "May the Force be with you." I've had that thing on there like forever. So it's kind of I'm kind of sad that I don't have that car anymore because it was deteriorating and stuff. But I was like, I'm not gonna take this thing off. I love, I love that sticker, so I left it on there until it could stay on there. But I have to find a new one. I actually have another Star Wars sticker. So when I do get a new car, it, it's like. Um, I think it's from Last Jedi because it's like the logo from Star Wars that's like kind of fading away, like floating off. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna put that in the back window. But yeah, my Grogu sticker or my Yoda. I'm saying Grogu for Yoda now. <laughs> like my Yoda sticker <laughs> yeah. is gone. <laughs> but it's it's cool. I like driving, and then I see like other cars. I'm like, oh, that person likes Star Wars because they have you know the Soka sticker. This person has you know. I I'm I'm mm-hmm. always pointing it out. So. Of course, like I'm dressed head to toe with even Star Wars socks when I leave the house. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't care. Okay, right, Rachel. Moving on, moving on in the conversation then, and start talking about Visions season two. Um, which was uh, we haven't actually talked about in any in depth since last time around. Actually, I'm thinking thinking on the on the cuff here. Uh, Ryan, do you, I'm putting you on the spot here. Do you, do you want to take the lead? Do you want to take the lead on 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 uh, on a brief summary of the episodes as you are our efficiency master? Uh, <laughs> I have yeah. something pulled up in you. I can follow the terms of your one sentence explanation. <laughs> you can go a little yeah. bit more if you want. You can do two sentences if you like. But yeah. I don't remember most of them because I didn't get to rewatch them. I watched like maybe the first one again. Yeah, it'll be busy playing Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> Your run-on sentence, though. So, so there were six episodes, weren't there? Fine, we're not transcripted. It's fine. Fine. No, there was <laughs> there was nine. There were nine. Oh, oh, good grief! Oh yeah, you are. I just I just saw nine here, and I said six. But okay. Well, turn your phone around. You'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'm doing those calculator jokes. He's doing those calculator jokes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. Stephen, you know that would never work, right? Because you can't flip over someone's license plate. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you've got a mirror. I yeah. thought you have a mirror. You have a mirror in the car. It doesn't go upside down. What? Oh, <laughs> it works. Okay. Vision of season two. Hit it, Ryan. Season two, episode one is called Sith. So this is the one with the painting and oh, the yeah. girl with the double-bladed lightsaber fighting the Sith Master. So I won't go into the big Wikipedia explanation because, I mean, that's kind of the gist of it. This was the first one, the painting. She had one arm. She was a former Sith apprentice, and she left because she didn't like the way it was going. And it seems like this takes place during the High Republic era, is the way Wikipedia explores it. But, you know, that's... They're all what-if kind of vision stuff anyway, so I don't put many of them in a timeline. 
But as far as this episode, it was a good kickoff just to show the artistic way that this whole series was going to go in this season. Um, I felt like there was a whole lot of different things. The stories were somewhat similar, but when you're given someone the task of writing a Star Wars story and people want to tell the stories that they want to tell, sometimes things pop up. People want to tell stories about family. People want to tell stories about Sith. So there was a couple of those that popped up, but I thought this one was a good kickoff just because it's artistic vibe where she went. Yeah, from, I felt like it was really artsy. With the, with the yeah, she went stuff. Like a cave that was all like white and painted with black and she goes outside and it's the streaks of color. I just maybe it's maybe it's because I've crossed 40 now, but I'm appreciating the artistic lengths creators are willing to go because I just went and seen Spider uh, into the Spider-Verse last night. Oh, yeah which I wasn't able to finish because the power went out in the theater. Dagger. Yeah. And I in like 20 minutes, 30 minutes before the movie ended in a huge, crazy scene that we were just going over. And uh, we got this massive torrential rain pour that knocked out the whole power to the area. But I was appreciating the artistic ways they were going. And I seem like I'm saying that more and more. It's like everything that I'm watching lately is just, like art and visions is the perfect example of that. And I'm, I'm, I'll say this a hundred times. Each one of these episodes is its own form of art. But uh, this one, I really, you know, this one I did enjoy. I thought it was a good start to the second season. And like we mentioned before, how uh, I like her two-plated saber where it's just the normal red. And then it was the curved yellow. Remember we had this yeah, conversation? Like curved yellow. Yeah. Yeah, yes. yeah and that it, was a cool look. It's canon in Star Wars. So it's not too wild. canon in Star Wars that they always already have a, Samanters, right, Ron? Is that what it is? Samanters. Thought I had it there. I really, I was like, okay, I think I got it this time. No, yeah, <laughs> now, now it's. I have that with um, Marie. Um, I, I think of her name, and I'm like, oh, I don't want to butcher because I know she hates the other one. And mm-hmm. it's like, well, I want to say, no, Marie's the wrong thing, but it's the right thing. So it's, it's Mary. And no, oh, I don't know which one it is. No, curses. <laughs> so yeah, you're, you're gonna constantly be fighting in your head is the which, which is the right one? Scimitar. So it's. So did you guys, when you guys watched this one, did you like notice that she didn't take her saber with her? Like when she put it down mm-hmm. to take that thing off the, uh, Oh, it, oh yeah. Oh, well, I mean, it was definitely in the camera view. Yeah. Yeah. Cause she was like, I don't see why she even took it off, but like, yeah, she had to fidget with something on the, on the vehicle, which, but yeah, like, definitely a thing to be like, Oh, I don't have my blade type of stuff. I was like, well, you can't, you see that coming. Yeah. I thought this one looked really cool. Like it was just, it was a lot of allegories in there with the the darkness overcoming her paint and stuff like that. I, I thought it looked really neat, but, uh, but yeah, it wasn't like my favorite one of the whole thing, but I, it looked gorgeous though. I, I like the way they did the paint. It, it kind of did remind me of the spider verse movie. Um, the way the animation was on it. Um, but yeah, it, I thought I liked it. The Sith guys looked really cool. Yeah, they yeah, did. Sith, Sith designs. It was very cool. And like Ryan, you say as, as you're getting older and appreciating the creativity now aspect of it, and there's definitely something to age, um, making that be more and more a thing as as you've experienced everything. It's not just story. You have an appreciation for the time, energy, and effort that went into somebody creating something that's so visually beautiful uh, like this, because because it is it's not hand drawn, but it's still drawn nonetheless. That there's a lot of effort that get in went into making this thing happen for us um so I, I i concur that like you say i'm gonna say this for all of them but yeah they're all visually just gorgeous to watch in that sense the only umbrage i took with this one was the the and again it's vision so you have that um taking liberties with stories or whatever but 
there's constructs and there's rules and then there's parts. And Yoda teaches us that um, um, forever, once you go down that path, forever it will consume you. Now, granted, Luke, we see, does um, not necessarily hold that to be true, but we took that to be because of the power of, of his father and all that got him off the path. Whereas this one, the lady just kind of decided, eh, it's not for me, I don't want to do that anymore. Eh, so I kind of had... <laughs> that and the only other takeaway I had with it, if you watch it again, she um the droid wakes her, she wakes up and she's got a mechanical arm, like she obviously lost an arm in battle or something like that. But she she wakes up and she like stretches her like like she's stretching her mechanical arm. <laughs> like when you wake up and you and you gotta, yeah. you know, you gotta reach and you're stretching and you just you slept on it wrong or something, whatever. And and she did that to her mechanical arm. And for whatever reason, that stood out to me as a as a weird you know, maybe it's in your you know, because they talk about people with with the uh, prosthetic, you know, phantom feelings and, and and all that sort of stuff is just a just a, a thing you would always do. But yeah, the next time you watch it, you'll see her do that. Not that she like, was oh, painting with the force, but she stretched her robot arm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. And the weird things you take away from from watching the watching like, that, watching these. That's things. a gross misuse of the force, by the way. <laughs> Just using it to to paint. <laughs> wow, very. I thought it was a, a an interesting aspect of, to if you were in tune with the force and in could you know what what would what would you create or what would you paint? But yeah, it's just an it's a perfect perfect story for visions. Right. And in this format of being able to tell what's in somebody's mind or what they're what they're seeing, what they're envisioning, what they're going through, what they're thinking, whatever, that, that this type of format allows for such such storytelling. I, I do it. like the the aspect of having like multiple Sith Lords like that. They were like a team. You know, I thought that was pretty cool. I always wanted to see that in the movies where you have like groups of Sith, you know, that Jedi had to fight. Um, so I don't know if this would be in uh, High Republic era because there was no Sith in High Republic era. Um, yeah, it's they say during the reign of the High Republic. Really? Oh, Sith remain in hiding during the reign. Oh, so maybe it's they're in hiding, so it's not like everyone knows that they're battling. So they're still. Darth Bane have like rule of two, like in the old Republic, right? Yeah, he was the end of the old Republic. Yeah, but there's like four different Sith. I don't know. Unless they did like a union. I don't know. <laughs> well, much like the Jedi were eradicated, all the Sith were eradicated too because. You got to think, there's no way he gathered all the Sith Bane on one planet and used a thought bomb to eliminate everybody at once. Like, there's thousands of Sith, so. Mm. That's just what I was thinking, right? So he may have come up with a rule of two, but but how did it how did it how did get it to that man? point? Yeah, how did, it has to, there has to be some progression to where there's just two. So yeah, he has that rule when he's going around eliminating, you know, Sith like this. Yeah, there's a lot of stories that can be Sith told there. War. Yeah. Well, it's explained in the the Darth Bane books, which are probably my still favorite Star Wars. I have books. one of them. Oh, they're mm. they're incredible. They opened my eyes to the dark side and how big Star Wars can be, um, and it's great. I mean, it, it doesn't shy away from a villain where they say stuff like, "Well, we'll kind of feel sorry for him," and this is why he's a villain. He's just evil. I mean, he he wants power. You know, yeah, his dad beat him or whatever, but he wants power type of thing and it's three books of him just mm. slaughtering people and gaining power but it explains exactly why he went with the rule of two and how he did it type of thing uh, i gotta read that one i gotta after i read uh shells the empire and uh the throne trilogy i'll read that darth bane book. <laughs> you can skip the throne trilogy oh that's the other thing not to get too far off track but i started reading this listening to the second throne book and it's just oh man like i said i'm not i'm trying to <laughs> 
into Thrawn. I really am. But I love them. I cannot get into this character. Like he's talking to Vader right now and they're writing it like Vader's a complete idiot. You know, every, you know, you know, Vader, he's very curt. He's listen to this, do that. Just do what I say. And Thrawn's like, well, why don't we just do this instead? And when are we doing it? And it's, Vader looks like an idiot around every single corner. And I'm just like, everything Thrawn does is freaking annoying to me. <laughs> and it's just driving me nuts, this book. Because I'm just He's like, an overachiever. You're making Vader look like an idiot. So I'm still listening to it because I have a 45 minute work to drive to work now. So I'm like, well, I need more Star Wars. Mm-hmm. But yeah, again, way off track. So maybe, Wait, I maybe... thought those books took place like after Return of the Jedi. No, no, no. He's talking about the new Thrawn trilogy. Oh, the new Thrawn books. He's talking about like the Thrawn Ascendancy trilogy, the the ones that are canon. Okay. No, I don't have those. I have the uh, the old trilogy. I I read the first one and I I was like, uh, I I got like halfway through it and I don't know. I didn't like those. Hmm. But yeah, back back to the first episode. So, um, other than that, I mean, Hmm. had a droid. What was a little like little four leg droid? Droid was cute. Yeah. Yeah, Like one big eye. Yeah. All right, so what's the next one? So the second episode was Screecher's Reach. And this is the one about the three kids who leave the factory and they want to explore the cave because they're like, oh, we hear there's Mm. magic there. They go to explore the cave. And and I'll say this about one of the later ones too, but I wasn't paying too much attention at the beginning because I was like, okay, it's a bunch of little kids going on a walk and stuff like that. I was literally waiting for the bigger anime episodes like everyone's favorite episode, the twins from the first season. So I'm waiting for the bigger anime ones, but this one blew me away. Like once it got to the end, I was shocked how good it was and it, what a crazy twist ending too. So, um, and the, again, the visual path that they're taking, like the art that they did in this, um, was great once they discovered the witch like a vampire so. <laughs> yeah. exploring and they go and they're like oh i'm brave and all that stuff and the way they drew the witch for the anime fans there's mob psycho 100 and i'm sure you can look it up type of thing but it's just all black lines with like white squiggles and i love that scratchy design in the mob psycho 100 he does the same thing when he goes fully powered the screen mm-hmm. t- to constant squiggles and scratches and there's just this all shadowy, scratchy figure with the solid white eyes. And it was stunning to watch this. And I was like, oh, man, what what a great turn as far as that story where it starts off slow. And then it literally turns into almost a horror. I mean, she's jumping and screaming and the screen's flickering and flashing. I was like, wow, this is yeah. crawling on the ground. That, it was really good. That was one of my favorites. Um, the art really reminded me of, um, of Gendy Tartakovsky and his Clone Wars. The um, the original animated Clone Wars, which was the 2D animation, um, yeah. but uh, the the um, the screaming and screeching and all that that was very Banshee like. Given that this was um, done by an Irish studio, I was like, oh, they put a Banshee in it. So that's um, and even the cat was scared of that. I was terrified of the <laughs> screaming. I had to I had to turn it down <laughs> because even the cat got scared. He was looking at me like, what is that? And can you please turn it off? But um, yeah, it's like a, it's almost like a Legend of the Banshee type thing. It was, um, yeah. and it, it was a good twist at the end that it was a test for, um, for the girl. I can't remember what her name was, Dal or something like that. Yeah, yeah. and Dal. Dal. Okay, yeah. Uh, so 
I really like that one. This it was it ended up being one of my favorites. Yeah, me too. It ranked it ranked definitely probably top three for me. And mm-hmm. just like the ending where it's it's not always like this happy ending. It's this girl who made this choice to leave her friends behind because at the very beginning they talk about getting out of this hard life because they're pretty much mm-hmm. in childhood. And they just want to go for the stars and stuff like that. But then she abandons her friends for herself type of thing. And she's not sure if she made the right decision with that look over the shoulder type of thing. But uh, I like. Oh, yeah, that broke my heart. That was like a that was the heartrending shot. Yeah, I like open ended um, finishes like that just because it's not happy and wrapped up in a bow and everyone's high five and it's she abandoned everybody and she went off into space to train as a Sith. And I'm like, okay, that's cool. That's really cool. Yeah. After watching, I was like, are these all going to be like Sith stories? <laughs> like, Cause after the that last one and then this one, but oh, yeah, well, there are back to back Sith ones. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That, that, one, looked, right. that one looked, uh, it was like really horror, horror movie ish. I don't remember it enough. You had her going. She went off the train as a Sith. She did at the end. The necklace, and she killed the witch, which was just like a trapped Sith apprentice. And she just wanted the Sith wanted this girl pretty much the whole time. So it's almost like a training thing. So she put her in terrible, terrible child labor type of thing to make her struggle. And that's how all Sith become powerful. They're always in some like really bad. Then they want more power to contain things, so to control their own destiny. And she goes into the mountains, and she kills the apprentice, and then she's talking to her necklace, and that's when that, the art, not really the art switches, but it goes from that crazy, scary style to this angelic spaceship from the stars coming down in this long, flowing, like, dress type of thing, and this just... Again, like this angelic figure, and it's a Sith type of thing. She's like, you can come with me and train into the stars. That's what I don't remember. How do we know that? I remember that thing coming, person coming to take her or whatever. It was was Sith. That it was more. Is it explicitly said, or is it you're inferring it, that that that's what's transpiring? It's implied. I'm pretty sure she, she says it, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, have to go back on anything. She has yellow eyes. Yeah. Hmm. I had to go back and I was and, puzzled and, by that too. I was like, oh yeah, she is a Sith. Yeah, I think, because yeah. Sith taking kids, Sith turning kids. Do 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 we have that? I know we don't have it in movies in a minute, but is there usually Sith are in my mind of what I understand, you know, see it's 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 someone that has turned, that has that has given into the dark side. And that's not not fair of, of a, a kid that hasn't experienced enough to be making type of choice or one wanting something like that. Has, has that ever been done before where a kid, where the Sith take on a, a, you know, a, a pat, a young apprentice, Darth a, a, a child. Darth Maul. Yeah. He was, Darth Maul he was, was as he a baby. A yeah. They yeah. stole, uh, stole him as a baby, I guess. Right. Not really stolen. He was given to he him. Traded like a Pokemon card. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Okay. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, it's just the angelic nature of this the, this cute little girl versus Maul and his red and his tattoos or whatever that make it make it like you said right um a very challenging episode because the first half of it is is sort of they're having fun they're goofing off they're being friends and pals or whatever and then yeah she goes into that cave and and tells them I'm right behind you but stays for her challenge her whatever she going and things did get very it it you you said it it turned into a horror movie kind of thing whatever the screeching the, the, all of that that went into this one was was 
<laughs> was exactly what it was. It was it was not warm and fuzzy at the end, and 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 yeah. I just I, I didn't I, I kind of remember the ending where she went off with somebody, but I I don't re- I didn't remember it that way. I need to go back and rewatch that one for sure. Yeah, because her necklace starts pulsing, and then like the ship comes down from the sky, and it's uh it's kind of like the ship from uh like the alien from Nope type of thing. That ship from there. I do really- remember. I do remember her saying something, or you know, something about this was a test. Was it all in your mind? Well, it was, it was what it needed to be for you, kind of thing. Um, well, I it's, guess that's why I thought it was. To me, it was almost like she puts her on this planet, maybe even unknowingly, puts her on this planet to make her struggle. And is she willing? What is she, length she willing to go to, to overcome her fear and gain power, type of thing, and subvert others, where she gets along with her friends perfectly fine. And if she would have cowered away and ran out of the cave, never to the return, I'm sure the Sith mother would have never came down. But she showed she was strong by going in there. She used the force. She grabbed the saber and killed this, uh, the witch, the ghost. So, and that was really cool. So like she's climbing up the rocks and she uses the force and smashes him with a rock. And the, yeah, that's she smashed it with a rock. And then she picks up the saber and it goes to the outside type of thing where they, I'm like, wow, this is definitely kind of dark. She killed that woman for sure. <laughs> well, yeah, she got she got hit in the arm with a you know the the real what's in your mind versus you know what's real whatever. She she definitely yeah. took a hit in the arm and then she walks she but she you, had the. You think she she put her, her there on the planet, or you think she approached her on that planet? Well, she had a necklace, and that necklace. Yeah, was but she could have like been there already and approached this kid and be like, "Hey, do you want to leave? Like, you got to take my test, and then we can get out of here." Remember yeah. the necklace? She talked to the necklace the whole time, and then mm. the mother. She yeah, but it. she could have. She could have just gave it to her like maybe like a month before or something like that. You know, like she that kid grew up there on that planet. Well, I don't think she dropped. She definitely she dropped her there because I feel like she knew those kids for like a while. Like those were her friends that she grew up with, which makes it even worse that she turned her back on them. But oh, yeah, yeah, her friends, yeah. But she could have been there. The Sith mother could have dropped her off years ago, type of thing. Mm. Where she. But again, that's just fan theory. There's really no explanation of why she's yeah. there, where their parents are and stuff like that. So, but that's the thing where you can just build off any one of these stories and you can write your own fanfic and choose what you can and what story means the most to you. Were there, was their family slaughtered in a, you know, a factory incident? Did they lose them? Are they literally traded amongst stars type things? So uh, any one of these can be expanded countless ways into one own person's meaning for like life and the story. And that's, what's great about all these. It's all open. So in the, in the stars is our, no, excuse me, creatures reach. Yeah. So that was, that was an excellent one. And, uh, and the next one, the third episode, the third episode was in the stars. This was yeah, kind of was in the stars. Yeah. This was the, like the main focus just in the trailer. Cause this one had the most appearances by one of the characters. Cause this is that little girl that was always saying, we will find a way to fight them. You know, we will fight them from, uh, I believe it was South Africa is where this one was made. Chile. If I'm taking Chile. Chile. Oh, okay. Yeah. So it's Chile. So, but yeah, this one, this one was pretty good. It was two sisters where the empire was polluting the entire planet. Their family was dead. They claim they're one of the last few, but I'm sure anybody would say that. And like a planet mostly wiped out. Um, and they just kind of have to overcome the empire and prove. And again, it's the little people that make a big dif- difference. It's just them two fighting together. And it's the classic story of, and this happens quite a few times where <laughs> in this series, where kids just run off and do this random stuff and don't listen to their parents or siblings, whatever it may be. And, you know, this kid 
you could see that she has some connection to the force. And I love that connection where they would paint on the rocks. They needed water to do it, but the empire was polluting the water. So this was a very interesting style too. Uh, the way they drew these characters, nice and alien looking finally. So was it, was it drawn or was it stop motion? It looked like there, it was stop motion. There was only one stop motion. That was the uh, Wallace and Gromit. The Wallace and Gromit one. So this but, was drawn. That one was drawn. Or CGI'd. But, 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 or CGI'd, or yeah, whatever. It was animated to look stop motion-y. Yes. Yes, they yeah. definitely. This one and they, I was. They just so- changed the frame rates to like make it look like they do on the Spider-Man movies kind of do that too. The, the into uh, is that what it is? Anyway, whatever the technique is, it's it's effective. Because this had that, that I just remember it had that a lot going on um, in the frame, and and stuff would be um, out of focus, yeah. fuzzy. It's you like know, the, the Lego movies when they make them look like focus. they're like moving, but they're not really. It's just all computer. Yeah. yeah, yeah. No, this one it looked it looked cool. Yeah, this one is the one yeah, they showed a lot in the trailer um, for it. And I, I remember watching on the panel for Celebration. I think the creator said that it's based on some real event that happened in Chile back in a long time ago. Um, so yeah, I mean. Not the four stuff. Well, like you I say, we watch the enough movie. of these. The, the the formulaic aspect, the we've seen it before aspect of, of a kid's not listening or a kid's with an idealistic yeah. vision going off. And that's what the world needs is that idealistic vision to get us out of climate change or you know all these things to 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 you know to not listen to those of us that say it's not going to work it's not going to work or you're going to get you know hurt you're going to it's dangerous dangerous and all that sort of stuff to to force it because right then it forces the sister to either find out she is for right they push her off and she's force sensitive uh, or whatever she grabs her grabs her they they grab each other the young one grabs the old somebody's force sensitive and all but she knew she she knew she had it but she just lost hope and didn't even yeah the little yeah the little one was trying because right that's how she starts the little one tries to force force the tie fighter to do something and the the big sister comes rescues her she's like i almost had him and she's like no i it almost had you or something like that but yeah it's it's a, a a a great use of the force and, and and the force that's within somebody they just have to find have to focus have to find it yeah i like the whole thing with the they become in the stars you know they can see their parents yeah oh yeah that was yeah they were they were the twin spire mountainy thing mm-hmm. or whatever and and the clouds parted because they stopped polluting or something like yeah. that you could see them back in the stars yeah, that had a very um, Chile. You know, it had that. Uh, Af- you know, the, back then, back in the day, right? They would they looked at the stars. I often wonder what that looked like. Nowadays, you can't look at the sky. Ricky Kenny's in Arizona. He might be able to, right? That, yeah. that <laughs> I, I'm, I've got such metropolitan area, whatever. That the the sky and all the light, the city light, is 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 takes takes away how much we can truly see in the stars. You think back in the day before we were built up in a built up society, or whatever. That that's why they looked at the stars and created the constellations and had stories in the stars because the sky had to be magical with how yeah. much they could see up there and and to have a story like this where they see their their, their parents in the sticks yeah. you know they think of this star as their parents or something like that yeah, i can see how this story does exist from a what somebody was saying was it was taken from a real world um a bit of events or some some story that's been passed down generation to generation standing up against oppressors or standing mm-hmm. up against something and believing in family there was there was definitely that bent there that anti-colonialist bent I, I yeah right that. yeah <laughs> very much so and that's what i love about all these episodes they can have on the surface they just seem like neat fun little star wars episodes that kids may not catch 
But there's so much of these backstories when you watch, and I definitely suggest it. It's been a, a month now since I watched all the creator content videos, but these people oh, that watch these stories, oh yeah, they're fantastic. They all came out. They lived mm-hmm. these stories, and they have uh, certain things to them. And like Marie said, the colonialism is a big thing. I mean, so it's uh, yeah, this it, one it, in the it's pit kind of were a big like issue for Latin Americans. Yeah, and that's that's what I was thank you. Uh, that's what I was trying to say that right. It it had that type of story right, and that telling of the colonialism that was a thing for them, for them that I'm sure is a part of their stories, or whatever. Ryan, I totally missed that. Um, so yeah, yeah, I have some content to take in that um, they did the behind the scenes thing or the or the creators. Um, how did you get to this point? Sort of stuff is is on Disney Plus. I totally missed that. Is, is it on the extras part? Yeah, each episode has its own focus too. It's not like where they combined mm-hmm. everything into like a thirty-minute special. No, it's each episode. Each one? Has... Oh, sweet! All right, yeah. Oh, I'm gonna have to go stuff. back and watch that. Yeah, yeah. Was... Thanks. Missed yeah. that. Some of them they talk about the art, you know, like uh, the Wallace and Gromit one or whatever. They talk about the art, the style, and it's fantastic to see how they do it. And that's when I read. That's the only time I realized that Ao song and Into the Stars weren't stop motion only one was stop motion the other ones were designed to look stop motion because the studio it's hard to do i mean that is an art form now oh yeah right yeah it's a yeah. lot of effort to do wallace and Gromit. legit it's take it took them a year to do uh i am your mother type of thing and i'm like wow like yeah and so far out we have no idea when they're out, you know, they're a year or two ahead of us talking to people. They're throwing around ideas because it takes a long time to create this stuff. Uh, little studios that are probably the size of like someone's house are building these entire episodes, a dream of theirs. And it's, uh, I'm going to speculate, right. Did they go to the Wallace Grama group for the first visions and say, we'd love to have you do one. They're like, yeah, we can't <laughs> in that time frame. But if you do a second scene or, you know, right. That they had to approach. Or they that. did. And they started doing it from back then. <laughs> approach them very very early on type of yeah. thing because it's such such lead time for that for that yeah true... get back to me get back to us and we'll pencil you in <laughs> yeah i'd like to know that backstory so and speaking of the wallace and gromit creators the next episode the fourth episode is i am your mother so i mean there's really no explanation needed for this one it's just the wallace and gromit episode yeah, yeah we need to we need to give yeah. them respect or whatever what is it we got to find out what the house what the what the group is or whatever uh, obviously they're going to be always known as the wallace and gromit it's group. ardman right ardman, it's ardman, actual, yeah is that, is that the actual name okay yeah. thank you yeah well, that's, i was, was going to say before you go on it i thought um when they announced visions in the first place before season one that because then i thought they said well the 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 the, um, the memo that these teams are given is you can do whatever you like, but you, you can't use existing characters, sort of stuff. And yeah, in this one we've got Wedge. Why? Yeah, yeah, Wedge. Front, and that sends us like, what's Wedge doing here? This is this is not supposed to be. It's all supposed to be not using. Well, no, they used characters. Boba Fett in the first season. So then, oh, really? They used who? Boba Fett in the first season. He was dancing. Oh yeah, they the, did. They did. Yeah, yeah. So maybe maybe the story can't you know we're speculating so but yeah the, the story can't be the the main character they can be in it like a wedge yeah a, they can be a, in a, it a Boba Fett right. sort of cameo ish but it can't be a story about them. I mean do, do and that actually cracked me up because if you listen yeah. through the credits he's still going on about the wedge themed merchandise. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. <At> the, <laughs> it was great. <laughs> It was funny because this one, when we saw it on the trailer, we were speculating how they were going to do lightsabers in a stop motion, and they didn't. <laughs> there yeah, was no lightsabers. It was not lightsabers. <laughs> yeah, but then they, they did ships, and they did ship engines yeah. and other sort of 
Like, yeah. She she was she was she was working on droids or working on a ship or something. She had like a welder. Or so there were other things that were like, wow, you know, how do they? Is that that's what I want to know? Is that legit? Do they do anything in post? Do you know? Do they add any of that kind of stuff in post, like or is it all legit? Stuff. Well, I mean, even the lighting. So it's I don't know. I mean, unless it's just light and darken, I don't know if they do anything. So the the, hmm. the, the Wookiee, I mean, got said, you know, said what actually happens. Here. The Wookiee in this one, it reminds me of much that of that um, that that um, um, mem, meme or whatever it is that's pip somebody uh, made up. But you just you just hear Chewie just go <laughs> throw it all. That's all this. That's all the one does in this one, isn't it? He just goes goes <laughs> randomly, and I thought this just so reminded me of that. Uh, that <laughs> uh, just swear, whatever it is. Yeah. Okay. I like the little dog, uh, the little um, droid that they <laughs> the R two droid that turned into a dog. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I love the story. I mean, it's cute. It's 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 very formulaic. You knew where it was going. Oh, the embarrassment by the mom and all that, but comes oh, in yeah. and, oh, and and yeah. and 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 shows him what for, and shows she still got it and all that. And it was just just a, a very much a stark contrast to Screechers Reach in terms of this one did kind of end in a in a warm and fuzzy, all tied up in a. Well, yes. if I recall correct, you know, she won the race and, and just all that. So I mean, wasn't supposed to be there with her, with her, her trash heap or, or her whatever, whatever they call the shit, you know, the bully girl calling the ship. Yeah. Uh, the porta potty. The porta yeah, potty. Yeah, porta. that's what it was. Calling it a porta potty. And she's embarrassed by it. Mom shows up and underwear or, you know, the dirty laundry still. I, I, I did it. My, the OCD the in me did appreciate um, when all that laundry and stuff fell out that the kid went around and picked everything up and put it back. I'm like, Usually, like stuff like that happens, and they just leave it there. But like the fact they picked it up, that that made me feel good inside. <laughs> they didn't leave a mess. She was trying to pick up all the embarrassing. The the bully, the stereotypical Minerva type of of bully girl and burly mom with the with the stark black hat. You know, just there's yes. design tropes the, that we learned Walker, like the newer one kids. Yeah, like the mom with the same haircut as the daughter and all that stuff, and they're like, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, there's just Reminds things that are yeah, yeah. That, that are just just a just a part of visual storytelling that I don't know we've just all grown up with over the it's I don't know it's I guess like chords are harmonious and sound good and sour notes are sour notes you just learn them they just are type of thing that the bad guy or bad bully types the mom and the daughter look the same you know just all those tropes were a part of this that was appreciated I enjoyed enjoyed this one I found myself enjoying this one a lot for whatever reason I, I guess because it gets to the art the Wallace and Gromit aspect of what they did with actual physical um, stop motiony things to get me engaged and 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 again a f- good full background of, of of things to look at and a good good fun story oh, I, lo- I love everything like chicken run and walls and gromit and, yeah, uh, yeah. Heap. i love all their stuff like it's good it's just great once you stop once you realize it's stop motion i mean that's what they do it's crazy what they can do like when r2 slinky dog where you like shot up and yeah. fell out I'm like, this is all done by hand, millimeter by millimeter, or picking up the clothes, all that yeah. stuff. All it's stuff so, about, so right? amazing. And I like that they had the Ryloth role in this, in this so, which I've right seen, <laughs> yeah, the Ryloth role, which was in Rebels type of thing. I've seen uh, Sadula yeah. do that. The, definitely the most fun episode. So yeah, yeah, yeah it, it was. was. It one was you one show, one to show the show. Make sure you show the 
the nephews, the kids kind of thing or whatever. It's just, hey, here's a fun little Star Wars story. I recognize ships, characters, just, you know, that kind of stuff. They're definitely yeah. one for them. Especially after a couple and of depressing Sith ones. <laughs> oh, yes, yes. And the, the, I got to go back and then follow yeah, the, the credits. The wedge He's theme. like, have you seen my book? <laughs> wedge themed merchandise. Bring it on. <laughs> so the next one, episode five, is Journey to the Dark Head, which is my personal favorite. Because, again, I'm watching this for for anime Star Wars. So this was the one where it, uh, it was the Jedi apprentice lost their master at the beginning in a really cool battle. And then there's this other girl on this planet with two huge statues that like when it rains, they think it leads to images of the future and they're almost like monks type of thing. And it jumps ahead a couple years and the girl wants to destroy the statues. Cause she thinks they're, causing the problems that everyone is seeing where um, and much like how Anakin tried to overcome these visions just ended up creating the visions she was getting visions from these stones and she goes to stop the visions and she creates the visions do you so, think she was trying to create I thought she was just trying to get rid of the one the bad the the dark side one. yeah get rid that, of that one yeah that was her intent she's like well this one okay, is not both of them you had said she was trying to get rid of both of them I I thought I would, she would thought she'd get rid of the one. Yeah, the it dark was. Head, yeah. Okay. The dark it was side. The one. So, and then in the end, the heads actually go, they actually switch colors, the red and blue. And that's like a deeper meaning too, to say that there's always a balance and they exist together. You can't just get rid of one. Right. Because that's what I took away too. Colors just kind of switch around and it's like no this this is the balance these are always here together if you get rid of one it may unbalance the rest of it type of thing so um but this was what i was looking for in these visions episode and it was awesome type of thing where the animation was great it was anime it was big battle it had a really cool design sith with the flowing robe over his face and it had like a chain whip and all this stuff. It had death and consequences. It had, and I'm starting to realize this in a lot of stories with Jedi apprentices, the teenager ones, like when um, Obi-Wan is a teenager, he has a lot of good books. Like Padawan was one of my favorite of the year. And it's just overcoming their fears. Or in High Republic, they have all these fears. They're becoming adults. They have these feelings towards other people. They're not sure where their place in the universe is. And I love to see, and me with a teenager who just graduated two days ago from high school, it's crazy to see them go into these life steps. And it's just so touching that he's mad and he's angry and he's afraid. He may not be able to do it type of thing. But then he's got to save his friends. He's got to stop evil type of stuff. And it just becomes more into himself. And it's a great visually, great fights, uh, great story. So I loved Journey to the Dark Head. Likewise, I enjoyed the heck out of it right up until it had the Yoko Ono soundtrack during their fight. Oh, oh, you thought Screecher okay. Reach was annoying. There is there is a part of that fight where it's just got this annoying, just uh, fingernails on a chalkboard screeching of sorts that... Yeah. Like, oh, what a, why did you go pick something else? Anything else? I get what you're going for. That that battle and that fight between those. Any was, other sound but that. Any other sound? It was very much fingernails on a chalkboard. But I agree. I, the story in this one, um, and and I just remember they went somewhere. The right, the, isn't this the one? They go somewhere and they buy bombs and a parachute or something. Yeah, and the, and then the the dealers like you know what do you what are you guys what are you getting into or there was some funny funny line yeah what are you doing I can sell you all kinds of stuff you guys got something weird going on here 
Yeah, this was like you say the 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 heads changing colors and them real and I think it was the girl right she realizes wait this isn't they are intertwined there is a that that this one spoke I think a lot to the balance to me when we hear about the balance of the fourth it's not equal parts light equal parts dark it's that you have to find balance within yourself that we all have darkness within us but you've got to find balance so that 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 doesn't isn't your isn't what drives you that, that that you find balance and and then you choose to do the the light side of the for the good things in life if you will that we're all inherently evil but we choose to be be good and choose to to not follow the dark path forever will that consume you that's the easy path well you know all of that that is real allegory in this in the, in the great greatness that is star wars storytelling and this one i think really kind of helped to visualize that like you said right where the two heads that were very clearly differentiated then all of a sudden this battle's taking place above them or whatever and it kind of it kind of flowed or kind of forced the showed showed the different colors mixing or whatever was going on there yeah this one was this one was a good one too from a story standpoint for sure yeah i i would have probably given it a perfect score if it wasn't for that music because right away it okay so you me. picked it up too yeah all right right yeah. away i'm for big anime battles like um there's a boxing one that's slipping my mind at the moment like and i don't want to say the wrong one but there's this and it's just amazing soundtracks and stuff and that's what i wanted and it was just like eek, 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 eek. and i was like what the <laughs> crap is going on dude like this is horrible so that that did take me out of it, so that knocked it well down. Like, I I think Vision season one had better episodes than this, but if it wasn't for that music, this you know would have been top seed. All right, that's good to hear because I thought it might be. I thought that might be me being like super critical and nitpicking or whatever. But uh, there's a couple other voices chiming in too that they heard that 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 screechingness of of, of soundtrack during the fight that was. The camera angles were amazing. They would just replace the music, you know. No. You know, it's what they wanted, so it's fine what the creator did. But if they just replace it with like this epic style fight, you know, I've watched My Hero Academia and stuff, and they have always these big <laughs> yeah. battles that almost bring like tears to your eyes and this swelling music, and it's just a cat walking across a piano. And I'm like, oh, come on. You're a fantastic visual artist, but yeah, the, 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 the audio part or whatever is not obviously not someone's forte. Yeah, so, but a uh, uh, Overall, great visual episode. A lot of battles, which is what I want in Star Wars. I want anime battles, and this this gave it to me. So the next one is The Spy Dancer. So this is the one, as I mentioned earlier, there's another episode that I was starting to, you know, not focus as much. And I got to the end, and I just thought, this was a really good twist story to it. So this is where all kind of the Empire goes to this one club and they're entertained they take their helmets off they relax everything well the performers there are kind of rebels and they're sick of the empires and they're gathering information type of thing they're feeding it to other people and it it, it looked pretty good it's definitely a different art style but the way she danced and moved was really cool i liked that it became a rebel spy story all of a sudden i'm like okay that's cool but the big twist at the end where she lost her child and this general that she's been dealing with during the entire episode, like cut his horns off to fit in with this evil empire. And again, that's uh, it can have all sorts of deeper meanings that anybody chooses to have, where it, whether it be you change your religion to hide from a military that happened, you know, during or dyed your hair, you he know, hit you, his eyes. Yeah. 
Yeah, you swallow your gold, whatever it is. You do, you get rid of everything that's you to be part of something that's not you. And he did end up joining the dark, not the dark side, the empire, but he was also kind of brainwashed from a young age because remember the first yeah, order stole. making kids also. So it had a really nice twist in it. I like family interactions and sad stories. And this wasn't a high five, everyone's cool at the end type stuff. So it was, a, I lost my child. They were taken. I tried to reconnect with them and they denied me type of stuff. And I was just like, oh, it's a very touching episode that surprised me by the end. But the end, he had doubt. So, I mean, you kind of. Yeah, he, you could kind of he see it speak. in his expression. Yeah. So you don't know what he's going to do later on. He could. Defect. He had a like a locket or whatever that had a picture of him that he is a baby, yeah. That that he was looking, you know, that he sort of realizes, yeah, that what might or not what might have been, but just like you said, he has that doubt um, is now that's placed in there by it. This one I ended up I probably have the most um, familiarity with. So I watched the visions and uh, that whatever night they dropped or whatever and i didn't think i had watched them all i thought i had fallen asleep during during the last ones or whatever so i went back to watch visions i'm like which one did i stop or this one doesn't look familiar at all so i started here so this one actually kind of got two or uh, yeah two two watches of it um because i i thought that's where i kind of dozed off or fell asleep or whatever to watch again but then as i'm watching it i'm like no i do remember seeing this one because i remember this one had the matrix he's not she's not going to make it type of I oh, think yeah, it's the matrix yeah. where they the one jumps from the helicopter and the somebody's I think that's right Morpheus in the, the window day, right he's jumping out of the window of the building Morpheus or Neo's like he's not going to make it and he jumps out the out the helicopter and grabs him in midair there was a very neat thing I think between the the mother and the daughter or somebody and and you talked about the flowing the visual aspect of it and the flowing robes and the flowing pieces of of, of whatever is in there that was artistic and, and the other my takeaway was the ship the one ship the rebels had or something was like kit bashed and it had tie fighter wings it had like four tie wings that were and the tie fighter wings back in the day anyway the, the tie fighter wings were solar panels and that's what how it got its energy or whatever and i thought that was a cool design for a ship whether it was actually designed that way or the rebels you know engineered something put something together that it had those four tie wings as it's four. as it's as its wings at wing design so yeah that one was fun yeah so that one's good a nice surprise ending um so anybody else have anything on the spy dancer good surprise good art show yeah, yeah. a good good surprise i, I agree good fan like you say that family story and that, and that just kind of proves that i'm watching for more animation style and fights it shows you how strong a story could be where you set your phone down and you watch and you're just like wow this is this has gone somewhere so that's what i do that just Shows how good the studio is. They can bring you back from it just seems like a normal episode to hey, there's a big deep meaning in this, and there's a lot of tragedy. And I'm just like, okay, okay, you know, I wasn't too much into it, but you definitely got my interest. So, uh, big congrats on that one. So the next one episode, episode seven, was the Bandits of Gallic. I'm going to pronounce it Gallic. So this was again another story of two siblings, right? Yeah, two siblings. And they're pretty much just on the run and hiding, and they find a Jedi survivor of Order 66, and an Inquisitor is hunting them type of thing, because they use, again, this is where the kid isn't listening to the older sibling. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's like, and, just sit there and be quiet. <laughs> yeah, they use yeah she force. does, but she grabs the flute with the force, yeah, and everybody the, on the train sees it. 
and that gets the Should attention. Just there be quiet. Don't touch anything. Well, what I uh, yeah, and and this is a trope of all this sort. They always tell him that. But they never tell them the why. Just tell if you would tell yeah. the person the why, because if somebody sees you do that kind of thing, we're going to get caught. You no, know, then they would be like, oh, okay, yeah, I don't want to do that. But they always just say, sit down, shut, up, you know, do as I say, kind of thing, and be quiet. And and the kids are, you know, somebody always always goes against it and exposes themselves or you know exposes, it just draws attention to them or whatever, or whatever. But yeah, this one was, I I, I appreciated this one because of the eastern. I mean, a very much an Eastern story. We, we talked about how that other one, the Colonials, just the the designs, the locales, even the bad guy, the Inquisitor, had that um, mustachioed was, sort of look of of yeah. what an Eastern um, storytelling bad guy looks like. Oh, I just appreciated it was like that. Hollywood for, through and through. I mean, yes. the only thing that was missing was the music. Yeah, and a I, dance number expected, or something, right? Yeah, I expected the dance number to, to break out at any minute, but um, at the same time, it was visually stunning. It was beautiful. Like text, the animation was very textured. Like yeah. you could, um, and uh, and actually tactile. Like I felt like you could reach out and touch the little girl's um, veil, and you would feel what it felt like. Yeah, you could see, you could almost feel like what they were wearing was like a crushed velvet or crushed velour. Yeah, the, 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 there was a lot of texture in the. In, in, in what the visual yeah, the story like, was um, yeah it was amazing this say, is, I, uh, I, I was excited honestly. for any of the eastern um, world fans of, of Star Wars or whatever that, that, that they had something that sort of uh, I don't know it's theirs it's all of ours and everything whatever but the, there was a story that had that Bollywood uh, slant to it that had that eastern slant to it really really yeah. liked that really find myself uh, liking the heck out of that for whatever reason and then yeah the you know the kid going off and Finding, finding. I, I did like, right? She uses the force to get the flute, and they think she's using the force when the bad guy shows up. But she's like, yeah. "I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it's it." It's not me. It's or not whatever. me. And then the the grandma or the older the elder statesman or whatever of the village or something was like, "You shouldn't be here." And and has the has the door has the challenge with the with the with the inquisitor oh, with the bad guy. Oh yeah, good. That was a good fun entertaining. The Watergate thing, right? Yeah. yeah, that was cool yeah. too, right? Nice place to hide something. Like that underground passage, it was great. That was yeah. that was definitely my favorite one. It was the animation in it was stunning. Like it was so colorful. Well, this oh, was your the shot when they walk up to like the little city thing and you have the light, the string of lights hang. I'm like, that looked like so like cool, like the way yeah. uh, visually, like the colors. Yeah, I love, I liked it. Yeah, it it was very colorful, very very Indian in that way. Mm-hmm. Very, um, and I almost felt like I could, like I could, you know, um, like I said, reach out and touch everything, or like taste the food, the that purple corn yeah. that was on <laughs> the plates, or you know, whatever it was. It was just kind of like, wow, this is like an entire experience almost. Yeah, they did really good of doing the world building in, in this one. And the yeah, sort of this one environment. was particularly yeah. great. It was like a little mini Bollywood film, and I loved it. It was, it had that like little element of like the train heist, although it wasn't really a train yeah. heist. There, like you said it, the, the, the world building aspect. As cool as the Sith um, character design was in that first one in the Sith and the animated, I really found the bad guy's character design in this. I just, I don't know what caught oh, he was me like about him. Full just, on Count Dooku villain guy in this one. Yeah. Inquisitor and and that Indian bad guy look. Uh, just yeah, uh, the way his mannerisms, the way he came up and did that Inquisitor, you know, sort of um, monologuing or dialoguing and talking to you type of thing. Uh, mm-hmm. It was just so well done, very very well done. Kudos to this group. 
The next one, episode eight, is The Pit. This is the one, and again, there's a lot of deep meaning they can have from this too, where it's Empire enslaves people. They have them build a pit and just keep digging straight down. The materials, the crystals, the kyber crystals and stuff that they find in here are used to build an entire city. So you see this time jump as they're digging where the hole gets bigger, the city gets bigger. So deeper and deeper. Yeah, Mm -hmm. the city gets higher and higher type of thing. And to enough to where, well, okay, we finally finished out of materials and we're done with you. And then they leave them to die in the pits. And one character who, which I loved, was voiced by David Diggs, Thomas Jefferson. Yes. Uh, I was like, yes. man, is that Thomas Jefferson? <laughs> I kept listening to it. That guy's wait, really. T- wait, hey, clue me in. What are you talking about? From Hamilton, right? Hamilton. Ah, uh, okay. Oh yeah, my wife watched that for every every day for a month straight. So I, I'm aware too. I'm aware. I've still never yeah, seen and it. His voice is, his <laughs> voice is very distinctive. So yeah. Okay. I, That's why you're geeking out. Of it. I mean, I knew I knew this going in. I knew that he was um, one of the voices in this that. one, but I but no I knew idea. instantly which character he was. I had zero idea, you know, that they used him at all. So I was just sitting there listening. And I was like, I think that's Thomas Jefferson type of thing. And I'm like, oh my gosh, that's David Diggs. That's amazing. And then it had yeah. this of where he gets to the city, asks for help, and he's pretty much dragged away and then killed. He's tossed back into the pit to his death type of thing. Yes. Wow. That was an interesting take on this character. You know, this younger character where he, he climbs out, he sacrifices himself, he tries to get everyone's attention, they barely take any focus to him, and he's tossed off, and then everyone starts chanting, they follow the light, it gets the city's attention, and then the people see what their city, they're, you know, it's built on blood and bones and stuff like that, and the work of others, and then they kind of free all these people. So there's a lot of deep meaning with that, not to keep grilling on Steven here, but more colonialism, where you just can't... <laughs> 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 hey, it's, not, it's not it's not my fault. Um, <laughs> no, no Master, I haven't just seen the six last degrees two, of separation. Yeah, uh, I haven't just seen the last two episodes just yesterday. I don't actually remember uh, about this one. I thought it was uh, it, it reminded me a little bit of like um, something like um, having watched the uh, uh, um, the small light um, uh, uh, program. There, some of the Nazis would would try to get you to just to build just to dig a pit for no particular reason other than just because. They can, but obviously they were extracting the uh, the copper crystals. I was a little bit surprised they were doing it just to build. I had that missed me at the time. They were doing it just to build a city. I thought they were doing it to build a weapon, which is normally what uh, one nicks uh, kyber crystals for. But yeah, you're right. They were creating that uh, city uh, on the edge and stuff. Uh, it just I've seen. It didn't seem very imperial thing to get a whole group of people to, to dig a pit in kyber crystals to build a city. It didn't seem like an imperial thing to do. It seemed like yeah, I mean, big, what they did in Andor, they used a group of prisoners to build, yeah, well, just build a bunch of stuff. Yeah. For, but they used it to build a city, and it's, hey, we want to build a city here. We need cheap labor. Okay, we'll just yeah. use all these other people. That's a pressure, right? Yeah. And of course, I was, I was surprised. I was semi-shocked that 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 chap died. I um, mean, we went out and tried to uh, get get the tensions definitely just threw him in the pit. I thought when he thought they when they threw him in the pit, it'd be like that'd be like a. It suddenly realizes inner force and it was, you know, stop, uh, yeah. you know, save himself before you hit the hit the bottom. But oh no, splat. Yeah, um, no. Okay, I'm like, oh, okay. That's what. That's what I definitely was a allegory. You know, this one like heavy. 
Oh, they kept that one out. Th- this yeah. one was like, uh, wasn't this the, the guy that made this one was actually from Lucasfilm? And then uh, he pitched it and they said, yeah, you can go ahead and make it. Yeah, like, yeah that's, true. That, that's pretty you cool. You talk about the allegory. The, all of the stories, right, had yeah, have that, have um, that aspect. Uh, English teacher, high school English teacher, could use them to show them to the you know show them to the kids. Watch it as a short, and then write 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 uh, whatever it is that we had to yeah. do in English. Yeah, find the deep meaning, or tell me the this or the that, or what did you see of this? And oh, uh, you know, just that character study and story type of stuff. Well, even like know. the French one, the French one was definitely like uh, noir, like Normandy Nazis occupy, you know, occupying, you know, the, the spy dancer one. So yeah, all all these ones have like you know historical context and. Allegories that, yeah. yeah. Really I kind of wish historical that, and cultural. Yeah. I kind of wish that little girl just spoke up a little bit sooner and that poor chap didn't have to scale that flipping great pit wall and then get thrown back in it and die. Um, it should just come up with the idea of singing in the first place and shouting that. Well, then they wouldn't have known in town also saying, yeah. yeah, I think him being in town saying, hey, there's, we're all oh, out I, there, or what you know, kind of helped in conjunction with the with them them all uh, singing or say follow the light or whatever they were saying what was outside of their city mm. that is, that's true. true you know what it reminded me of it reminded me of that story of horton hears a who yeah, yeah. oh yeah a bit. it is a little horton hears a who yeah sure nobody believes them and stuff like that but then they go yeah. to yeah oh, not seen that what there's a lot of dandelion not seen it it's a book yeah. it's a book. I've, at least i've read that book I've got one on it. Yeah, they did a cartoon cartoon movie. They they show it a lot lot with um, the Chuck Jones, How the Grinch Stole Christmas. Oh, I don't like that film. (laughs) 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 I don't think I've really seen it. No, it scares the the crap out of me. (laughs) The Grinch? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't like that. No, sorry. Remember, I don't like the Muppets. He doesn't like the Muppets. Oh, that's right. He doesn't like the Muppets. You don't like the Grinch. Well, this one isn't the. You don't have to watch the Grinch to watch that one. It's an. It's in a little Doctor C style elephant. Anyway, we've got yeah, we got one last vision. <laughs> yep, the last one is uh, Aou's song. So this was the kid. She hears the crystals kind of singing to her. Her, and her dad are on a planet. She likes to ignore her dad, as is with the story with this entire season. That <laughs> this entire planet is polluted you know type of thing they've turned an entire planet full of crystals into dark side so they bled pretty much the entire planet of crystals so they mine like one at a time give them to the jedi and the jedi purify them and this girl realizes she can connect with the crystals you turn them good pretty much and put an entire planet out of work so great job little girl by not listening to This yeah. was my favorite one. I I I love this one. Uh, I love the soundtrack. I, I love the visuals. It was you know, I, I loved it. This one was was cool. Yeah. yeah. This is this is among my top favorites. It wasn't my favorite favorite. That was obviously the one with the train job, but um, I this was one of my tops. Yeah, I like the uh, maybe because it's a dad and a daughter story, but yeah, I I really enjoyed it. But yeah, he should just let her do it. But he's like, no, stop. You know. No, he put an enti- she put an entire planet out of work. That's why he didn't want her to do it. <laughs> I guess they could still mine them, I guess. But yeah. And then so. they had her mouth covered because they didn't want her to sing. Like that was sad. <laughs> you know. Yeah. So, she then, went, so she went into the cave. So dad goes off to work. She goes in, sleeks in the back passage. There's loads of Sith Kyber crystals everywhere. Dad says, Oh, you shouldn't be here. Washes her out. And then the place blows up or goes Sith Nova. 
Can I miss a bit on that? What was going on? What's going on there? I've made it, I said it very simplistic there, but I kind of lost <laughs> a little bit of the plot on that one. And then she started singing. Um, and there must be something, it's in built in my mind, probably not having a, having children stuff, but the thought of a, of a young girl singing like that just puts me, puts me, put my finger in my ears. Um, they, they never showed like <laughs> what, um, like how they purify the crystal. It's basically you calm the crystal to turn it back, you know, so that way it doesn't explode. So, so I guess she, whatever, she, so soothe it with her singing. So. Essentially, her being there unsettled the whole area and put everybody in danger. Well, it's like when she wasn't able to finish singing. Yeah, they're just like, oh, I'm calm. It's almost like you go to get in a nice warm bath and then someone dumps cold water on you. And you <laughs> type of thing. So that, Well, that's it's like, like to undo a mine, you got to like step on the mine and then take the pin. You know, like it's, oh, yeah. it's that. I like the idea of her singing, purifying. Um, yeah. That's... Stuff. I was kind of wondering how these people weren't corrupted by the Sith. Because that's what I was thinking to start off with. I thought, well, there's some corruption going on here by the Sith, and uh, or the Sith kind uh, of crystals are leaking and uh, making people do evil things. Stuff that wasn't none of that. Well, they so, weren't force sensitive. I think the little girl's the only one that was. Yeah, but then, yeah. yeah, but then, didn't we have it in um, the the, uh, the book with uh, Shadows of the Sith, where there was that kind of crystal thing, wasn't there? That sort of. Uh, leached from the mine and stuff and corrupted. Well, I had a spirit in it, didn't it? I had a Sith. Spirit. Like artifacts. It was the shards of it. Yeah, they were they were mm-hmm. digging for it or whatever in that book, and they, they found the shards of it, and that sang to somebody or or it spoke out to somebody. Yeah, it made one of those mind workers sort of uh, get could become that. Um, he was, well, he, he was what, um, taken over, didn't he? Or something. Great book, by the way, folks. Uh, <laughs> so yeah, I was kind of that's what just made me think. Well, obviously this is a vision, so they don't have to follow any of the uh, canon stuff on this thing. So, uh, but I was kind of surprised that there wasn't any kind of manipulation going on by the Sith. Um, kind of crystals. Uh, this one had the, the uh, most. The Lord that did it was eliminated already. You know, as esoteric. This one had wasn't so straightforward as all the other ones, right? This one was a bit more abstract in its in its story. Kind of, yeah. It was it was a little vague. It was more of just the relationship between the dad, the daughter, and then the you know, letting her express herself to and be who she was to you know save the day. Type of deal. No, no, you're right. Actually, we're going back. You're saying those kind of crystals have already been corrupted, haven't they? Yeah. Well, what happened to the Sith Lord? That Jedi yeah, and that, it. and there were scads of them, right? We kind of, yeah. kind of learned in, in, in more canon type of thing. That's where you say it's a bit vision, vision aspect, and taken. Well, yeah, there were crystals you're supposed to be hard to find, and she's in a cave surrounded by them like crazy. Or well, the last one, they dug a pit and made a whole city out of kyber crystals. <laughs> oh yeah. 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 How does that work? Like Minecraft. Like you find a yeah, yeah. find diamonds and just keep following the chain. Yeah. I was thinking when I was watching, a bit like you said earlier, Ricky, that I was thinking that is this just like a excuse for people to have their Sith fantasies um for these everybody's written writing something about Sith. Uh, yeah, they were pretty Sith heavy. There's not a Sith heavy in these visions. But I mean I mind you, I would do the same probably if I was Well I mean that's why the logo is red, maybe. You know, the two is written in red. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. That's true. I remember watching this thinking, is any of these ones going to be not about, it's not going to feature a lightsaber? Um, and it was the Ardman one. <laughs> no, yeah, it was one. Just trying to think which one was my favourite. I mean, I'm a bit, I'm a bit, mm, on these visions things. I'm just trying to think which one is my, uh, which one must be my favourite. Everybody else, pick a favourite. Is I there can... one that had cake in it? <laughs> 
I mean, you, you is there one that cake and that's a good point yes <laughs> i really did like the first um first two which are very stiff the bandits of golak because that had sweets it had those weird lollipops oh, yeah, that have... that's going to be your favorite yeah you like, you like a good sweet <laughs> that is that is true i'm just trying to think which one i'm still trying to think which one i think i think i am your mother might be what might be up there because it's just a bit well, you have to you're like <laughs> You have to pick the British one. British you have to pick the British one. You're you're like honor bound to pick that one. <laughs> yeah, no no particular reason, but they have nice bottles of water there. He's going for the home team. <laughs> well, so that was Visions too. Oh, it was not. People complain about um the moon. What solo the movie? No one asked for. Andor, you know, things no one asked for. Visions, not a thing I asked for. But boy, I'm glad I have them. You know, oh, yeah, entertaining enough, right? Gorgeous to watch. watch. Yeah, I'm glad they're not necessarily canon, canon adjacent, or just some stories that you take with you know, so that we don't have to try to factor them all in the, the way we like to do or whatever, but just to be entertained by something in the Star Wars universe, such as that's these been, and the gorgeousness. Ryan said it that we were going to say that about all the episodes, and I think that's very true of, of this, um, this season that they were all stunning visually. Yeah, and I love that Awu's song was digitally made to look like it was, what, like cotton figures. Like they added fuzz on there type of thing. Because this mm-hmm. was digital. This wasn't stop motion or anything. And it's, mm. I love that little touch to make it feel more realistic. Yeah. I love the song where she's walking and, and the little... I, I love the soundtrack for this song. <laughs> the, I immediately went and looked for it. It was really cute. And... um. Again, so, because everything reminds me of something else. This one reminded me of like the Rankin Bass specials, like the Rudolph yeah. the Red Nose Reindeer and all of that. Oh yeah, yeah. So well, how would how would you rate it compared to season one then? Oh, I love it way more than season one. I this liked one it didn't, way more than season one. This one didn't have the twins. It didn't have <laughs> Joseph Gordon-Levitt singing horrible rock music. I enjoyed. I enjoyed. Yeah. I must say, I enjoyed yeah. the first season more. We got a we got a sound bite out of the first season. I don't think we had one out of this one, do we? That's true. Not have yet. To go back and listen. Yeah, I have to try to find something. So yeah, yeah. Um, I'll do this. I'll do that music, Ron, that you guys love from the. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> yeah the screechy music. No thanks. Yeah. Or I'll just do the ah the screeching. Turn off the listeners. <laughs> All right, so we got screams. we got a 40th anniversary to, to extol. Yeah. Yes, Ryan. Happy birthday. <laughs> 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 Happy birthday to a true original. Touche, yeah. touche. And my wife, my wife did get me a book that was the most popular things that happened in 1983. And at the very front cover, it's uh, Return of the Jedi, top grossing movie in 1983. I'm like, oh, nice, nice. It's almost midnight and the countdown is on here at the Esquire Theater because at 12.01 a.m. Wednesday morning, the first official showing of the Return of the Jedi rolls onto the big screen. I don't need the particulars or whatever, but were you technically alive for Return of the Jedi? <laughs> no. Mm. No. It was no. Right. Yeah. It was, what, wait, like no, yeah. Because if it came out May 25th? Yeah. And this then, yeah. Return, yeah. Return of the Jedi. Return of the, Return of the Jedi is the only, the only one I can remember seeing, just about remember seeing in the theater. I think it's probably the first one I saw in the theater hmm. um, at the time. Uh, I can't remember seeing any other. I remember seeing all the, uh, the release special editions in the cinema. Um, I've still never seen any of the movies in theater of the OT. Really? Blasphemy. Yeah. How'd you not see the special editions? I, I, missed, I don't know. I must have not had any money, and I was like 
17? <laughs> like, drugs and stuff. No, I just didn't. Well, I like, yeah. had posters and stuff of it, and I, I watched on, on the VHS and stuff when that came out, but yeah, didn't go to the theater. It's bizarre. Even I, saw, I saw yeah. New Hope. Um, well, when I was obviously, I saw it first when I was two, but the special edition, I saw it at the Chinese theater. That was fun. Mm. Oh, wow. Yeah. It must have been yeah, a thing I, where I just didn't have the money to go watch because I I watched everything on Internet Internet Tonight when they showed like oh these are the new scenes they added and I watched all the behind the scenes stuff but I just didn't watch it until it came on video. Yeah. Um, I, Jedi and its release back in the '83. Um, the only thing I can really really remember about the the hype leading up to it was that, that there was a lot and radio stations terrestrial radio is the thing whatever the radio stations was doing a promotional thing and and malls were a thing legit indoor malls with all the stores are still a thing and the radio station was having a you know a, a thing a, a remote or whatever where they'd be giving away stuff having trivia or something like that mm. set up in the middle of the mall you know that that traditional trying to gen business to the mall and bring all that. I remember getting on a, a the local bus i couldn't drive yet or whatever so i'm sure i took the bus to the mall had to transfer and do all this sort of stuff and they were given i remember getting a um a movie poster a return of the jedi movie poster and they had bars of soap the little different colored bars of soap that were character figures or whatever as a giveaway oh, wow. and i remember getting those and just hanging around the 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 thing because the radio you know he would only they would the dj would only do something in between songs or every so often they'd go to them at the remote and they were talking to people and it was over or it was done or the time was up and they still had stuff to give away and i would walk back up and I'm like yeah here kid you can have whatever you want i'll just be a kid in the candy store picking up and had like had like eat, i think the bars of soap were three and a thing and and picked up each one of the the three one, different ones they had and another poster or two if i recall correctly i just remember that was my big big build up to it type of thing was the hype of of a radio station promotion giving away uh giving away freebies so in between see? playing like Billy Jean, like they'd go cut back to Ron. <laughs> like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Did you see it more than once in theater? Did I see it in more in, in more than one theater, or see it more than once in theater? Did you see it one time in several theaters? <laughs> I, I would have. I, I don't know yeah. if our area had multiples to have done that, but I definitely would have saw it multiple times in that theater at the mall. I don't care. If I recall. Have you seen it more than once? When it was, because I yeah, did you, what did you go back right after? Yeah, yeah. So a new hope. I have a I have a letter that I wrote to the fan club. I thought I was big big timing because I had seen a new hope twice. Uh, <laughs> I thought I was I thought I was like very you know that I had seen it. it something I wrote but I never sent off or whatever. I still have it over. And then yeah, oh, definitely saw it. remember, remember seeing Empire um uh, a couple and yeah Jedi um definitely you send it now. Yeah, no, yeah. you got to find it now. Find it for us, Ron, and uh, oh, we, we, that is buried. That is buried in the original trilogy collection of stuff that is that is <laughs> squirreled away so far deep now because all well, the hello, Mr. Lucas. I watched your movie twice. <laughs> I just remember being a New Hope. Yeah, being just mesmerized by to hear people say, "I've seen Star Wars five times. I've seen Star Wars ten times, fifteen times, whatever." It's just like, wait, what? You know. I, but I was big deal seeing it, having seen it twice to my friends anyway. But yeah. <laughs> The things, the things that are impressive to a kid. Um, I did not see it a bunch of times. It's not like I saw it twenty or anything um, in the theaters, right? I, I definitely saw it multiple times because I saw it myself, saw it with uh, uh, friends. But it wasn't a it wasn't a, a, a repeat view, or you know, it wasn't a multiple. It wasn't a 
double digit type of viewing or anything. I can't even. Did you grow up like in the suburbs or like in the in BFE? Because, um, I mean, I I lived in the suburbs, so we obviously had like the our we didn't have a multiplex. We had like a two, uh, a two theater, um, what do you call it, a cinema type thing. But at the time, yeah. the mall I think had three screens, and then there was another small theater that had two. Mm-hmm. Across on the other side of town. Yeah, our mall. And I'm sure, I think I saw it at both theaters. We had a drive-in movie, and then um, but that was closed down. Uh, I think that was closed down by the time um, Jedi rolled around, because I think by that time it was just the flea market. And then um, we had like the big old Art Deco theater that was that used to be two screens, then became one oh, screen. Wow. Yeah. I'm just picturing you guys with like big '80s hair, with like men at work playing in the background. You guys are walking into the, the theater. <laughs> I was eight, as, so no. Oh, okay. Like, I, I wouldn't have had the big hair. As much as nobody's coming out the theater to go, Emperor dies. I see as you go. Emperor dies. So damn shit. I seem to remember watching the behind the scenes things so many times. They must have been on on during the summer holidays on TV on repeat or something. I seem to remember seeing how they did the uh, all the uh, um, the the the, um, the ads getting uh, squashed by the um. By the, Is by that the, the one that was hosted by like Mark Hamill? No, no, no. Mark Hamill's not in it. And the ones with the speeder bikes and the and they're just niche on these little things with the things like that. I just remember seeing that a million times. The behind the scenes for that, and it was I didn't see it on videotape, so I must have seen it on the uh, on TV during the holidays. How did the how did people react in the theater? Were, is there cheering? Is there like laughing? Are people clapping at the end? They were like, "Star Wars is ruined." No, <laughs> no, I, I honestly don't have any any great recollection of any of that sort of thing taking place, one way or the other. Um, I, I don't have any recollection of 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 the movie going experience. Yeah. In and of itself, early, early 80s are crazy. Yeah, um, there's nobody, there's, there's nobody going around saying, Bring back Kathleen Kennedy. But I mean, I don't remember any of that either. But you read it now, you people say, No, everybody really hated the Ewoks and that kind of stuff. And I don't remember any of that. Um, they become a bit of a comedy reading stuff, like, yeah, in the 80s, saying like, Yeah, they didn't like the uh, the Ewoks. And imagine I, I contend that's a construct of clerks that that. Is it Dante? Whoever's telling the story of it, and then and 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 the evil, that and then that that I just don't recall that being a thing where we we the the, the no, Ewoks were definitely was were hated. Place. You know, it, it, that was no. a, a construct of looking at it uh, after the fact and going, wait a minute, that was a bunch of furry yahoos. They're beating on stormtrooper <laughs> helmets, and that somehow takes them down. They 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 um swing on a vine and just knock them over and the stormtroopers out of commission it's like you know when you look at it in that vein it's just like well, how did they they just didn't show us the more um graphic nature of of, of what the ewoks did and steven you did say something whatever that yeah there is a, a long-standing story that it's not a story i think it's true whatever that lucas thought he you know his original plan was to make that a, a planet full of wookies to make a kashik type of thing or whatever mm-hmm. but the budget was going to be out of out of out of control to create full six foot one you know to create full size <laughs> wookies <laughs> As many as they did Ewoks, yeah, it was it was cheaper to do to to cut them down to size, literally. Um, I was going to say, say yeah. I can only afford to spend half the budget, but just have to cut them all in half. 
<laughs> get three characters for the price of one. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's cheaper to get little people than to get like really, really tall people. Also easier. Were they? Were they? Were they all? Um, what's the best thing? Were they? But how many was it then? Because yeah, but Ward was like a kid though. He was like how many evil? Did we Warwick ever see? Was a kid, but... Yeah. There, there were a bunch of them. There wasn't like CGI back then, so what we no, saw. No, was... it must have been. Yeah, I'm just thinking. I didn't mean, what so we ever saw was actual people in like fur suits. Mm. Um, thank God that it was up in Crescent City where it doesn't get that hot. Did they put Kenny Baker in one of them too? Like, yeah, they made, I believe yeah. so. I think so. Oh. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah. That's crazy. But yeah, he it's tried out. Weird. He wanted work. Uh, or wanted a kid, I think, for the sensibilities or something like that. I don't know if I know that full story. I think that Warwick said that like he took someone's place because somebody was sick or something that day. So they just threw him in the suit. Oh, I do kind of think I've heard that story, yeah. too, that one of the more uh, ref- true actors or somebody w- was out partying the night before or whatever, yeah. wasn't going to have it the, the next day. And and they had work for whatever reason needed kids needed smalls or something and, and yeah. yeah there is something yeah. to that story wish i knew it better so yeah i think he just said at the last celebration that i watched um, i can't recall anything about i, I remember you know, the big thing the was ending like, of the movie it was the ending of the story and and was just okay well that was the end and then you finally got to see darth yeah. vader's face you know that was the the big thing oh, yeah. he took off. Well, I, think, yeah. I think the big thing was the truth because I, I was of the camp that Vader was lying to Luke yeah. about being his father. So we had that, had that, you know, the 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 um the recess, the play yard, the schoolyard uh, bets, and all of that sort of stuff was true. You know, finally came out that no, he was telling the truth that he was his father. That 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 was a bit of a not a Debbie Downer, but just a a, a truth bomb of sorts. The, the and then Leia was a sister. And but yeah, the, the layer sister thing kind of then. Wait, what? I again don't recall anyone being carrying on about the. Everyone always says Luke kissed his sister. Luke didn't kiss his sister. His sister kissed him. But you know that being of any sort of concern, that that took some time to look back and 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 see how where how that worked. But um, the 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 father, the I am your father, truth bomb was was revealed uh, or came out was probably the big big thing. Oh, and the battle. Uh, obviously, the battle in the Death Star 2, but them all flying in space and just having all the ships. Um, it was, yeah. was visually, there were so, at the time, there were so many ships on the screen that that was a big, mm. that was awesome to see because yeah. we, we've seen him now and he's regenerated the special editions to where a new hope that it, the attack on the Death Star has a, a full squadron, has a bunch of ships, but we hadn't, that wasn't true in 83. You know, there wasn't much to have been seen or whatever. So, so when you look at Jedi and see all that action on screen that's happening and much like we talked about visions and the beauty of the art to to take that into context of what they did special effects wise in 82 to be making that movie to release in 83 and have all those elements on the screen working because it doesn't look cheesy it doesn't look bad it doesn't look you know anything it looks awesome that was yeah. that was another kind of takeaway or another sort of oh this is beautiful this you know made you love star wars because that was happening on screen in 1983 time, if- by that time, if you watch it on VHS, they didn't have as much of the matting around the ships. Like if you watched it, you would see it, it was cleaner. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah. yeah. 
I was able to pick um, up the uh, trilogy at a flea market, the original on altar versions from, you know, the early 90s or whatever. So if I have a VCR, maybe I can look into that for you. Oh, it took me forever yeah. to find a VCR. I have it, too. Yeah, <laughs> I have the original trilogy set that I got in 1991 as a gift. 1992, I think it was, as a gift for Christmas. Um, but I haven't played them in so long, and they were sitting in a garage for a long while, so I don't know if they even work oh, anymore. I don't have Ryan, be careful if you do find a VCR, get like another tape you don't care about, because some I had bought um, a VCR from, I think it was like a Goodwill or something, popped in my episode one VHS, and it ripped it. So. Oh, yeah, it ate it. Yeah. <laughs> yep, yeah, definitely want to play a movie or two through it and, and, and stress all the bands and stress everything. Yeah, in. if you can find the Batman on VHS, just pop that in there and... <laughs> worry about worry about worry about your um I'd your tapes that were in the garage the tapes would be stressed the, I, yeah, I remember the physical watching, media would be compromised i remember watching this one for yeah. the first time um we know when i was probably on vhs um but they end when the battle with luke and vader when he just goes off and he's just like hacking at him like, like yes Yeah, I, I thought that was like the best ending to a duel when he's just sitting there breathing. And yeah, I thought every time that I still watch it, I just like punch my fist in the air when Luke's take, finally taking down Vader. I mean, it's not good that he's doing that, but still, <laughs> like for hero yeah. versus villain type of thing, it was it was a great great duel. Going back, going back to the thing about the Ewoks, um, I can speak to the fact that I was an eight year old girl, and they had tons and tons of like Ewok stuffed animals. And I wanted them all, so I did not have a problem with the Ewoks. <laughs> Big merchandise around the Ewoks was there, huh? <laughs> yeah, there was. A, they were very, very, very merchandised. I mean, they had that whole cartoon show, and um, you know, they made the stuffies out of them. So yeah, I I had no problems with that. What about Chewbacca's Tarzan chant? In his 80s not hairstyle. A th- not, a thing, not a thing at all. Absolutely not. <laughs> no. We all thought it was hilarious. I don't even know if we've even picked up on it. It's You watch it 500 times and you find things to pick on, if you will. They so do that in that one? Yeah, he does. Yeah. He does oh, yeah. Him and the yeah. Ewoks uh, when they get on the uh, Chicken Walker, the ATST. Mm. Um, and again, it's 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 not even a real thing. It doesn't bother anybody. They're just saying that as something to say because it's Lucas paying homage to to the Tarzan yell from yeah. the 40s. You know, what, yeah. what, when was Tarzan it, out that that was a movie? And I get maybe not the 40s, the 60s. Anyway, he's he's throwing a little the sound guys are throwing a little homage into a, a classic sound thing, whatever. You should appreciate that. Not. And yeah. again, the Internet's a vocal is a is a megaphone for, for negativity that one Yahoo says, oh, I can't believe the Tarzan yell. And, you know, people sort of pick up that, that that's a thing or whatever. And it's it's one Yahoo said it's some in some post and it's it's out there. Uh, yeah, it, it goes back to like those classic cinema shorts that he would have watched as a child, you know, the Flash Gordon, the Tarzan stuff, um, whatever, whatever else they had. Um, uh, we used to watch those on Saturday on Saturday mornings, you know, like um, they had the or Saturday afternoons when they had like the 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 oldies on TV, the black and white. I used to call it like the black and white hour because they used to have all the old movies, the like the old uh, Invisible Man and 
the the fifty foot the attack of the fifty foot woman and all of those things. <laughs> oh, so funny. Yeah. But, yeah. Uh, but it, next big question to ask though: What what do people prefer in the in Jabba's palace? The uh, the original Nabti Neek or the Jedi rocks came up came up Uh, I like the song, but I don't know. We're watching it now, it's, it it kind of does drag a little bit, and I do like the excitement of the new version. Oh, the original one too. Yeah, the original one kind of yeah. drags a little bit now. I like them both in their own way, but I, I still prefer. Yeah. It. I'll switch off. I'll watch the original version, then I'll watch like the special edition with the new. I I do like Jedi Rocks and stuff. So, but um, well, I, I, I gotta say, like I haven't. I can't um, say that I've... was written by John Williams, but um, oh. yeah. son, wasn't it? His son, yeah. Yeah, on the if you watch the making of Return of the Jedi little um, featurette that came out at the time with Mark Hamill, like they actually show John Williams' son and how they came up with the music and all that stuff. If you can find it on YouTube, yeah, it's old. Oh, do they? Oh, I have yeah. to watch that again. I haven't watched yeah. it in a little bit. Yeah, I watched it like last couple years. I think it was like two years ago now. But yeah, it's a uh, it's it's pretty neat. But it's hosted by Mark Hamill. I think he's got three PO and R two with him. And yeah, it's. Everything. I remember that. I have to watch it. I, I gotta say, I haven't seen the original version in a forever in, in in a minute. I mean, I just haven't. Well, whenever the last time it existed, because the special editions came out, I own it <laughs> in many different formats uh, or many different times. Let's say maybe not so many different formats because there's only VHS. There is um the DVD ones that came the out. D, there are, Ryan, you talked yeah. about finding you you'll have to comb for them, but they did release. A DVD versions of the theatrical releases. Mm-hmm. I think it was a two pack um, that that came with the original movie, and yeah. I'll find them in my collection and take pictures so that you know what you're yeah, looking I have for. If you ever see, if you ever see them, to to pick those up. There, somebody, the the video files go. Oh, but they're not an anamorphic view, or they're not sixteen by nine. Whatever that, whatever the problem is, but. They are, and they're the. They look the, better than the VHS tape. Translations, <laughs> or there's, but right, that's my point. Yeah. It's the same. You you get the gist of what the originals look like, and they look better than the VHS yeah. tapes, where the matting uh, really stands out and and is blocked. So yeah, you, you definitely want to find yeah, that. when I put those in, sometimes Ron, because I bought I bought those at um, Circuit City when that was out around. Um, and if you oh bought like a New Hope, you got like a giant lithograph book thing with it. And if you bought, you know, for each one, so I got three of the these big size lithographs that open and close like a little folder with the picture inside. And um, yeah, disc one is the special edition, and disc two is the, um, and it's got the old artwork for the old posters on the disc two that has the original theatrical uh, version. But yeah, you pop those in your your Blu-ray player now. That screen's gonna be tiny, so you're gonna have to like, uh, you know, zoom in on your TV. <laughs> The reason I even bought this, I've, like I said, I found it at a flea market for five bucks, but it's just that art all around the box and yeah. all the video cases. Mm. It doesn't have the sleeve with it, but mm. VHS obviously has a sleeve and the art, you know, that was it, Ralph McQuarrie or something like that. Uh, it has all of his covers on it and it looks great. That's I was like, cool. okay, this is just great original art stuff. And I love it. That's cool. Yeah. I, I, uh, I, the only thing, like, I do like the way they changed the ending with the uh, showing the different planets, but I do miss the Yub Nub. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> also, yeah. Joseph Williams' original. <laughs> Yub Nub is the classic. But yeah, I, I love Lopty Neck too. I have like uh, uh, like playlist for Star Wars music, and that that's on there. A couple different versions. Yep. There's like a really good one that somebody like 
uh, some person just made a, a new version of it and it sounds great. But uh, yeah. Either way. I'm still mad that Lucasfilm was looking for professional dancers at the time in 1997-ish. My aunt was in oh. town. She is a professional dancer and she could have been in it, but well, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I, po- I posted something in the chat. Um, the one thing I remember from the 80s, there was a poster, I, I guess because I had to, you had to wait in line before you get it. You, know, you didn't order your seats. It was festival seating. So you, you, you stood in line and waited so that you could get a, pick your seat in the theater and all that. And I remember somewhere this has stood out for me all this time that I go find it to post it in here. Whatever. There was a poster that explained the movie ratings. Who could go to G? Who could go to PG? You know, PG-13 was kind of a new thing and all this. So there's this bunny rabbit that is allowed to go to G movies. Yeah. The bunny rabbit <laughs> character can go to PG. He can go to PG-13, but the kid's going to put their hands over his, you know, eyes every once in a while. Definitely not allowed to go to the R movies. The bunny rabbit's not in there. <laughs> but if you look at the rated yeah, X movies, <laughs> if the bunny wears glasses and sneaks in... Yeah, he can get in and the, see the X-rated movie. <laughs> I just Playboy that has stood with me. Probably. That has stood with me all these years that the bunny couldn't could get into GPG and thirteen with a little bit of caution. But if he well, sneaks into the pair of dark with shades, the, with the hands in his pockets yeah. can go to that one too. You know, it's just <laughs> the things that, that that stick in your mind from eras that that it's funny. is the yeah, human condition. I see you can bring a giraffe to G. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Anybody, anything can come to the gym. You wrap with a dog <laughs> that, face, man. But you gotta, you gotta put some sun, dark shades on if you want to sneak into that X-rated film. No. I don't even think X is a thing anymore, right? It's, they don't it's even like NC-17 or something. Yeah, yeah, it's NC-17 now. And I don't even think X. X is Wait, so who could go see Scarface? Thing. So yeah, so a grandma can take the kid to go see Scarface because <laughs> it's rated R in the 80s. <laughs> So I kind of remember Jedi being the marketing was crazy. I remember one point in time, somewhere well after Jedi, it, it would almost be the equivalent of like an Ollie's or a, you know one of those discounts. I remember far away from home, in that type of store with mom and dad for whatever reason, and there were Return of the Jedi roller skates. Wow. And the collector in me, and again, I'm all of what 13, 14. The collector in me was like, oh, and it was just a, a whole shelf of them, all the sizes. They had lots and lots and lots of them because they over marketed and put, you know, slapped the logo on absolutely and everything and everything like Lucasfilm likes to do. Whatever. And I remember thinking, oh, I, you know, these would be neat to have in the collection, but then that way mom and dad would go buy me roller skates with them. I'll come back someday. I don't know. I couldn't drive. I don't know how I thought I was ever going back. It was very, very far away from town. I just remember seeing, seeing that. That's what's probably sparked all this collectorism in me. There's just there is no someday. There is no coming back. You gotta you gotta grab it while you see it because you never know when you're gonna see it again. Type of thing when it comes to collectibles like that. But yep, legit pair of roller skates, um, with with uh, outdoor roller skates. So that was the thing. Outdoor roller skates with metal wheels, if I recall correctly. That's oh my gosh. But it was the end. That, that was, was it. Star Wars. He was he he definitely said he wasn't making any more. It was, you know, it was, I don't remember being sad or anything about it, but it was just, you know, that was awesome that we had that and was collecting things and collecting the cards. Trading cards were a big thing for me. Try to make sure I got all the cards for it. Um, and and somewhere well after that, when does Thrawn come out? Somewhere the book comes out. And I do, that was a long time ago, I guess. It, was, it, was, 90, it wasn't any time soon, right? It was in the 90s, yeah. It was a good long time. I do remember trying it and and. And I, I've told that story before where I just tapped out once there was the 
the Islami or whatever it was that you could wear around your neck in a block of force. I'm like, well, that's this is stupid. That's not true. Yoda told us the force is in everything, the living creatures and order. It surrounds us and binds us and penetrates us. So this author is an idiot. Yeah, you know, just it, it books <laughs> the, the expanded universe wasn't for me. I need that that began began and, and solidified my Star Wars storytelling is on the big screen. I just can't imagine going to a movie and then possibly never seeing it again because <laughs> that, Ryan, that's fascinating. I never thought of that. Right, you're you're of a gener- you're of a mindset where you've always been able to watch the movie in theater and know that it's going to be available to you in short order. And that was not true. It was kind of, but that was not true. And you had to, to, to buy a movie, you know, blockbuster is not a thing yet in the eighties, maybe late eighties. It becomes a bit of a thing to where you can buy these and, and and watch them at your leisure. Yeah. Especially the on-demand generation now that has, it's not even so much. Oh man. When when I was, when I was a kid, like I was the one you asked to find out when this movie comes on video. (laughs) Cause like, I would like, that was something I kept track of. Like, kept track of that? Yeah. Okay. You didn't came out know movie. if a movie was coming on video, for one thing. And the other thing was that if it did come out on video, it was probably going to cost a pretty penny. Because I don't oh, remember yeah. VHSs like, um, for sale oh. being less than maybe about 40 bucks. Yeah, yeah, think, that, yeah. that sounds about right. They were definitely expensive to buy the movie. And that, that's, that's why the advent really of the mom and pops in, and the blockbusters. Yeah. That's why Blockbuster did that. Yeah. Because yeah. Yeah, it was too expensive for people to buy them. I remember going to like the warehouse or something and like wanting to buy a movie and my mom was like are you out of your mind do you know how much 45 dollars is <laughs> yeah, oh right. i used to go you know right house. now it's a drop <laughs> in the bucket right but back then it was like you know you could eat for two weeks on that interesting right so yeah you're of a generation where you could at least see the movie again but it was on VHS slash DVD or whatever. Whereas your kids are going to mind the same way. They are of a generation where it's on demand. It's not where you have to pop something in that you have to make an effort. It's just if you want to watch a movie, you can click, click, double click, uh, uh, click, and you're watching it. You know, that it, it, yeah. the movies are practically uh, soon after seeing it in theater on demand. That that That's an interesting part of of my experience that yeah didn't really come to appreciate that right we did not have the ability to to see a movie and i don't know what the turnaround time is i have to look that up as to when jedi turns to vhs to where we did have oh. the option to rewatch it i again. think it was that first set that ryan picked up that was the it was like what it, was, 90, it wasn't until 1991 ish or so um i don't where know it was when available the VHS came yeah out. no no it was uh, i think it was available before that on laser disc yeah. Yeah, because I have a VHS. The set itself was not available till 1991-ish, 92-ish. It had all to be three movies, you mean? All three movies. Okay, yeah, no, it I'm had to be 92 because 92 would have been the, the 15th anniversary, right? Of um of Star of the original Star Wars. Yeah, 77. So. But yeah, it's like even didn't exist type of thing where you'd watch it and you may never see New Hope again. So you got to watch it ten times type of thing. So. Well, yeah. VH- a new hope VHSs aren't even a th- the ability to watch them. The only way you got it at that point was if it would show up on TV. Yeah, and, and it didn't show super, up on TV until the mid '80s. The super fancy, you know, may have had a VCR, but a VCR, the ability to have uh, that, the VCR technology existed for the consumer, if you will. The, the, the um, is empire is 
80s uh the vhs's in stores when did we get our first v- i remember it being a big deal and going around shopping and finding the one that had the high quality and all that sort of stuff but that was a big big deal but yeah we did it was released i was still a little kid it says yeah. it was released in vhs in 86. yeah so three years yeah. you know, so, that was so still a three-year gap i go nuts probably like 100 bucks months to a year type of thing yeah, and now right. it's down three months for releases and I feel like I'm scratching at the neck. I can't imagine watching it and then be like, oh, we might never see this again. And then like six years later. Or I mean, that's why later. people had the records and you'd have to buy the soundtrack and listen yeah, to like a treasure. I've said that before. That's yeah. why the trader cards were such a big deal for me yeah. and the books and all that sort of stuff. Because that's how you relived it. And and yeah. that's how I think we became such, uh, pardon the French, but we became such nerds for it because we had the books that added so much more, the cards that had something on the back that gave bio and gave a bunch of information to the characters or the scenes and the one series of cards releasing the movie about... every year too right a couple a couple years after new hope came out they released it a couple oh yeah times. yeah the theater yeah they didn't release new hope has some ridiculous times. run of being in the theater for you know in some sense or some way yeah for a very long time because of that right right it because because that's the only way you were going to get to resee it and audiences were you know it were still coming back and there wasn't any new movie to kick it out oh. of a if a, if a theater had a big screen or a number of screens, there wasn't anybody kicking it out. It's um, yeah, it's a it's a it's a lost era. We didn't know what the future had in store. We didn't know that that was going to be a thing for us in the future. So such as it is, but yeah, um, a different time for sure. Um, and the kids today have it easy because exactly you can watch a movie once in the theater. Go, oh, I'm good. I'll wait till it comes back out in the. And, uh, and and what's at home is a huge giant 65 inch TV with a nice sound system that has, oh, yeah. you know, Dolby surround and has all the stuff that was was part of the thing. That's why I'm a huge proponent and was so mad at Disney that they re-released Jedi, but to a limited screen release. We talked about that, that how it must have been some deal with AMC, but even AMC didn't put it in absolutely every theater. So there's a whole generation of, of, of kids, families, whatever, that have the opportunity. Well, oh, Ricky, the, uh, to see it, to have that theater experience and they denied them of it for greed. Why they didn't just say, who wants to show it? Show it. You know, send us the ticket sales or whatever. It just, uh, yeah, I, know I hate the business aspect of it. That put it out there and let people, let movie houses show it. The movie industry's dying as it is, kind of thing. But that's a whole yeah. Thing. I could have wa- watched it when they did the whole like, um, you can watch the saga before Force Awakens comes out. But I wasn't going to stay there for like 24 hours. <laughs> yeah, that was yeah. that was a lot. To 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 do a marathon before. Um, the Rise of Skywalker. Oh no, I I need to. The Rise of Skywalker is new content. I want to be in there, fresh, available. Having sat on my butt for the previous twenty four hours or whatever, (laughs) and then try to watch something new. No, that that's that's not for me as 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 a fandom. I I want to see that thing and and be able to soak it all in because you only get. Again, it's a big thing for me. You only get that one first time. You only get that one opportunity to, to know I am your father. You know, so you 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 got to be there for that. You have to be prepared for that. You have to be. That has to be a part of that first time going experience. You know, that just popped something into my head. I just now remembered that um, I was probably around junior or senior in high school when um, when uh, Star Wars itself, the very first one, The New Hope, turned fifteen. So, and at that time, I think it was the Grand Lake Theater, which is um, a theater out here in the Bay Area. Um, 
was playing, uh, actually played like a Star Wars marathon. And I had plans with my friends to go, but that all fell through. I, I'm so I'm so sad to this day that I missed that. It would have been a lot of fun to do that because back then it was only three movies, right? So you didn't have to sit through a butt-numbing, <laughs> what is it, like 27 hours of film? Yeah, yeah right. I did wish they released them more frequently. It'd be, it'd be, you know, at least during the summer. I mean, I know they I, do like, um, we have Harkins theaters out here and they do like summer movie, you know, usually like kids movies, like they'll put Shrek or, you know, whatever mm-hmm. ones came out like past couple of years, kids movies, the Sandlot, they'll bring those back and stuff like that. But I wish they did that with the, uh, with Star Wars, like, like even like Avatar, like the 3d movie, I would go watch that again in 3d, you know, cause it's, it, you can't yeah. watch 3d at home, you know, it, yeah. there's a. Definitely I think it's a missed movie. opportunity for them that mm. that like any of those ancient movies, not ancient movies, but those types of there's a generation that hasn't seen them in in the theater and to say mm. oh well, why you can go watch well there's something to the movie going experience going with the family growing popcorn you know, doing all of that so to go see the Sandlot to go see a New Hope with people that have never seen it before well that it's an it's a new movie, just like Spider-Man into the universe. Sure. It was made 20 years ago or whatever, but it's still a new movie. If you've never seen it before, it might not command the the run. It might not get an audience for you know multiple weeks, but it doesn't cost anything to show a new hope. You know, it's, it's not film canisters that you got to ship somewhere or whatever. Just send them the digital file and say, here, run this for two weeks. And, and yeah. Get our percentage of tickets. My AMC didn't even get Return of the Jedi. Yeah, that's obscene. Literally down the street, and they didn't get it. Yeah, I see those posts. Saw those posts during all of that online or whatever. It was just incredulous that you know people had to go hours away and then to find that out to to where AMC's were nearby people and they didn't even have it or pick it up. I was like, there's one literally right down the street. How do you not have this movie? I would have had to go like 20 miles out of my way. And I wonder, like, how um, successful they were putting it back in recently. Like, uh, if they were packed theaters, if you had, like, one dude or, like, you know what I mean? Well, unless there was movies that took away, what did it, what would it, what does it cost to run Jedi on screen in a theater house that, you know, it wasn't blocking some other movie from being on screen or being seen or whatever. You know, if there's 10 people in there, if there's 20 people on there, they were going to show something anyway. I don't know. It just, to me, again, in this digital world where you're not shipping film canisters and all this, you know, there's, there's no cost to showing it, show it for, you know, a one night only or one weekend only. It's going to be Friday night and Saturday night. You do draw in, fill the theater for two nights and, and, call and it, it was even before like pre-memorial day and all that so it's not like there was a whole bunch to watch it was like that dead time before memorial day weekend and mm-hmm. all the big summer launches come up so like what was the you know what was the impetus behind not showing it like at every theater you could possibly cram it into the, that you know you're not I mean? going to buy disney plus you know you said no we want you to move you know buy disney plus uh, you know that's not how it's the other way it's that people have disney plus yeah. they're go buy a movie ticket <laughs> Because I yeah, would have exactly. bought a movie ticket for me and about ten other people to say, let's go see Star Wars. Oh, I totally in the big a screen. Ticket. Yeah, I missed opportunity. Well, yeah, I went. I went to the theater and bought a big bag of popcorn and nachos and took it back home and watched it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I spent all this money on snacks and went back home. No, that's what I did. I actually went and bought. They do curbside pickup for the popcorn from Harkins. It's delicious. Oh, do they? oh okay. I didn't yeah. know because ours doesn't do yeah. that. And you can even get the I mean, butter ours has and the, then yeah. ours yeah, has the McGuffins. Well. I, I, read on, I read on Collider.com. It says that the, when the film first opened in 1983, it, it made 252.5 million, 
And then when they released it recently for its uh, celebratory release, it made 4.7 million. So it made quite a uh, quite good for its limited release. Um, and they say it makes an outstanding. And I recall somebody 10, doing some three hundred. I did a post about it that, that somebody did some math or look that it made that kind of money on on x number of screens that if you extrapolated it to be the full number of screens that whatever was released that weekend and how much money it made star return mm -hmm. of the jedi would have been uh, in the close running to have been the top movie but it wasn't on as many screens as whatever the top movie was at that time or whatever and that got me thinking well maybe it's a conspiracy disney doesn't want to you know piss off the the new movie that's being made out or you know i don't know remember what the new movie was kind of thing whatever but there was there was some math to be done around those figures and those numbers that had jedi been released on you know if you can extrapolate it in that way had jedi because how many people if it's on more screens how many of those people I, that I went to a far away screen would have gone to the close one? So it would have taken it would have reduced the numbers at that screen and and inflated there. But there still. must be some distribution red tape they had to you know go through or something. I don't know. But I mean they own Fox now, so yeah. What distribution red tape they own? They own it, and it's digital. They can digital. <laughs> they can digitally push stuff anywhere and everywhere. Mm -hmm. You know, the small yeah. mom and pop houses might not have a digital distribution and need need to run it through a, a film but just yeah that will need explained um in a very detailed way as to the mindset or the well I, I always hope that these things are like a test run on the you table. know and if they make they do good then they'll do it more often you know so yeah but it, it, it's not a test run because it's 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 a it's, it's a it's yeah. a yeah it's a 40th anniversary it's a reason to show the thing it's a 40th right anniversary. it's a special event what else what else do you gonna need What's next? Because we're that still considered Jedi, like or a the niche fandom, maybe. The 50th, I don't know. <laughs> or the fiftieth? When's the fiftieth of a New Hope? Maybe they'll want to do something then. I guess in twenty-seven. I think. I think they probably just underestimate how many like of us nerds that are out there would actually go watch it. Because I mean, I uh, I'm pretty sure like normal people, <laughs> not like us, like oh, but that's didn't just even it. know that's it was the people on that theme, are gonna yeah. go. That, that's the that people that are wanna, gonna go. That's the people they're counting. It's on a the new party. movie to them. And and their yeah. kids or their you know something a wholesome family entertain something you could take them to type of yeah. thing whatever Jedi's a little weird because it's the end of a story but still Jedi stands can stand alone quite easily um, I've, I've I've talked to enough people over the years that Jedi works you know by itself and makes you want to see more no more but it, it's 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 an anniversary year what more excuse did did they need it's it's just an un. It, 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 doesn't make a lot of sense to I'm me. I'm still waiting for the rest of the prequels in 3D. So. <laughs> you and me both. Yeah, yeah. Well, all yeah. We're, I enjoyed rewatching episode way, one. They exist, so that um, was done. So anxious to would like to see them. I would even watch the OT in 3D, even if it was just like not even that much of a difference, you know. But I do. If that'll ever happen. Well, so. My take on I saw Phantom. They did they did that whole 3D thing. Mm -hmm. I told and they did Phantom and took my oldest to it. It was far enough distance. All that stuff. And I just remember being astounded that they took a t the technology existed that they took a 2D film and and put some 3D elements in it and it didn't look bad or whatever. It just yeah. it just opened up the the areas that they were in. It just gave some depth uh, for, yeah. for you know it just it just 
added to what you were watching. It it it, it wasn't done in any sort of cheesy. I, I remember when that, when that was going to come out. Like I remember George Lucas saying, like, "Well, it's not going to be popping up gimmicky 3D. Yeah. It's like he's like 3D is going to be in the future like the best way to watch a movie. It's going to be the clearest detail, and it's not necessarily like going to be, um, you know." The gimmick special back. effects popping out at you. Just yeah. it's going to be the it's clearest the picture you could see. It was yeah. It's not going to be jaws popping out of the screen, but it'll get, it'll be something that gives like depth and dimension yeah. and texture to things. Not just add, not add to the experience. Jaws. But now we have 4K, yeah. so I don't know <laughs> if that's even being considered anymore or 8K. Yeah, really. Now. I mean, oh yeah, that's true. What's the end yeah. of your? Uh, we got to know uh, Stephen's. Um, yeah, we've got trivia. We've reached, we have reached the end of the show. As I said, this is how the episode ends with thunderous applause. As we go back to the questions that I gave at the start of the of the uh, of the episode, if everybody can remember the Turn of the Jedi fiend questions. The first one was, "What was the first thing that C-3PO says in Return of the Jedi?" Anybody want to make a quick guess? Um, oh, it's definitely a guess, and it's not. So, what's his first scene? Is it hello there? You know, <laughs> no, I, he says, um, what's his first scene? He says Lando never came back from this terrible place. Or something like that. When he's walking right. through the desert, right? Yeah. Him and R2 are walking towards it, right? I'll take a shot at it. Yes. Isn't it? There's no one here. No, because they talk before they get to the door. I think he said they must have colorist. He never returned from this terrible place. He says something like that. Oh, that's right. That's right. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. No, you say you got me thinking, but I've got. I've got written down here something completely different. That uh, yeah. this, this is what happens when you, when you rely on other web pages. Um, uh, the, the right, they're walking down the long, not walking, but they're, they're, That's they're, right. they're rolling but down the desert shot. towards yeah. Jabba, Jabba's palace. Yeah. I think, and, yeah, and, That's right. it must be that R two sort of uh, makes some noises and then he responds to uh, what he says because they got. You uh, should be because Master Master was it. Master Lando never returned from this terrible place yeah. or something like that. Yeah. I think when he gets the land. door, he says like, "Oh, no one's home." He, yeah. I think you're very, I think you're very close. Uh, but apparently, the, his first words were, "Of course, I'm worried." And then he probably says, mm. "Because Lando never." Oh yeah. Never yeah. Well, of Lando. course, I'm worried is a great first line for three PO. Sure. <laughs> of course, I'm worried. <laughs> yes. It's like a permanent state of being for him. Yes, that was the first bit. And then uh, the other question was actually happened just before this. What was what is the number of the first Imperial shuttle seen in the movie? The number of the shuttle. Yes. The number of the shuttle. Apparently it said it's actually said in the film. Um something told Darian uh S T three two one. Yes. That's it. S T three two one. Yes. <laughs> Who or where or when is that when Han and them are flying? When, the when is it? No, Vader's landing. Hmm. Who says it? Uh, that guy. <laughs> that guy. I mean, it's not. It's not right. So if somebody Greg. says it, it's not printed on the thing as it's flying in the frame. Right. It said, right? It said, yeah. I yeah. think you just found your license plate, um, right? <laughs> yeah. it's on yeah. Is it truly an on-screen audibleized thing, or is it one of those? It's yeah, heard it in it's the background by, by. I think when they're checking codes that come in, you know, to make. Yeah, sure. no, it's the it's the flight controller um, talking. It says uh, shuttle st three q one whatever. You know, they they make the acknowledgement. Command station, this is st three twenty one. Code clearance blue. Yeah. Oh, uh, they're setting. I was gonna say that only happens for Han and them, but right, they set that scene up so yeah, that they set that scene Han up and them later. when they for later. 
um, that That'll you need to have some sort of yeah you need to have some sort of yeah. code in you. It's an older one, sir, but it checks. Yeah. it checks out. Yeah. Yeah. Chain code. Wow. Yeah, that's a, a yeah that's a great bit of numbers like that. Is take 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 notes. Not for today, but yeah, that's a good. Uh, it might come I up in an annual because I, I couldn't remember it at the beginning, but now I just did. And like for some reason, it just came up to me when I when we were think we were talking about this. <laughs> I had no idea. <laughs> That was weird. I was thinking. I was thought he when he asked the question. I'm trying. I'm going through the movie. Going. I don't ever remember seeing any sort of numbers printed on anything. You no, know, in anywhere, there's any sort of. There's there's not a lot of you know it, it, when you go through Star Wars proper. There's not a lot of, um, uh, care, dialogue. There's just not a lot of words printed anywhere, are there? No. It's obviously in Arabic, but. But even yeah. that, there's not, there's not, not a lot of. I never knew all those warning, uh, no rails, and, and all that. <laughs> I never know that all the troopers in the background that scene were all painted. I never realized it. Not all yeah, of them. A, yeah, majority I of them. That's I a saw great. It in an exhibit once in a a Star Wars exhibit. I think it was in San Francisco. It's a big pane of glass, and it's got like all mm -hmm. these troopers painted on it. It was really cool. Yeah, the things they did to make the world, you know, to world building that's so easy to movie movie makers these days and much appreciation to it. This has been okay. a fan, fantastic Senate, everyone. Yep. It's time for us to all say goodbye, and I'm going to go every opportunity to say goodbye. So I go around the table that this episode has been brought to you by Rookie. Goodbye. I don't know. By Ron. That's what he's going for. Yeah, cheers, everyone. By Ryan. Goodbye there. And bye, Marie. Goodbye. <laughs> and it's goodbye for me. Goodbye. May the force be with you all. Until next time. Bye bye. May the force be with you. Bye bye. sure to follow us online we're at facebook at psw senate join our plus 20 star wars facebook group where we all are in there interacting you can find us on twitter at psw senate on instagram we're at psw senate podcast and on tiktok we're at psw senate podcast we look forward to hearing from you the force will be with you always
Disappointing. Who was here? I don't think Ryan was here for Ronbot 3000, was he? Mm. Uh, no. No, that was. This is actually uh, marking um, Ryan's anniversary of joining the show. It is? Yep. Not last year, but the year before, right? The day I was late. <laughs> that one day. That one day. Hmm. What was that? What was that? Someone just password. I was listening. Hey, get your get your uh, chips or your crisp fix out now. I was listening to one of our one of our sessions or whatever. Oh my! Didn't notice it at the time, but it's very it was very noticeable. And and going back and re listening to it. <laughs> to which one? <laughs> I you know I uh, wish I was that that well organized yeah. to because I usually have to try to edit all that munching and stuff out. <laughs> so there must have been instances where I couldn't. Well, you know, if there's talking. yeah, if somebody's talking over top of it or something like that. Yeah. That's usually me, usually me eating something, isn't it? I've got some cake. I might actually start skipping into that a bit early. I've got some remains of apple. Sorry, no, it's not apple. I keep telling saying it's telling people apple. It's lemon curd cake sponge with some. Um, Frothy whipped, whipped cream, whipped cream, sort of whipped cream kind of uh, icing. Well, I'm just going to up now. That sounds pretty good. Before we start, because I don't want to eat it during it because Ricky's just complaining about the sound effects on you. <laughs> well, it's not crunching now. You're just like mouthful of food. Lip smacking. <laughs> yeah, yeah. If you got the packaging out of the way, then you're fine. It's in, Hope, it... Hopefully, it tastes better than those little Grogu cakes I bought the other day. <laughs> It's in foil. I put it on some foil. Little Grogu cakes? Yeah, those little Grogu. I I put a picture in the uh in oh, the yeah, chat. Oh, okay. oh, that's right. That's right. When yeah, they're, they're like little tasty cake things. They're okay. Yeah. They're just like the texture's really weird. It's like really like dense in the middle. Like I don't yeah. know. Yeah. Grogu shaped thing? Yeah, they're they're little green cakes. No, they're not shaped like Grogu, but it's all, all over the packaging. Packaging. Okay. Yeah, I always have a problem with that. I have a, I have a Grogu pinata. They're really cute cakes, though. Like if you have it like for a little like Star Wars party, they look really neat. But um, yeah, and if you give it to kids, kids aren't gonna care. And my daughter was like, hey, it was okay." <laughs> really? Yeah. She said Most it was. Kids uh, I know would just stuff their faces and be like, "Yeah, whatever." <laughs> she told me it was too sweet, and then but I was like, I think it needed more sugar. But she liked the sprinkles on top. So. <laughs> well, that's cool. There's no such thing as too sweet. No, yes, there is. I'm a salty person. Says the Brit who gets free dental care. No, just kidding. <laughs> and cakes, apparently. Because <laughs> he's always got cakes. Cakes up the wazoo. My God, you're always eating cake. Don't you got, uh, Don't you have an it's like somebody's birthday in the office? Don't people bring in cakes? Yeah, of course they do. Hmm. Sure. I just never bring it home because it would never get eaten. Hmm. I have cakes. I pretty much have cake every day. Varying, varying amounts. Mm. Very nice. But drying yesterday. Mm. That, that sounds off. really good. I'm yeah, jealous of you eating good. that. It's not as good as yesterday. It's dried out a little bit, but it's, it's quite nice. Well, nature of the beast, huh? <laughs> <sighs> I don't have a rumbling stomach today. Yeah, there's the picture of the little cakes, Ron. Oh, oh they are cute. Yeah, they're, little, like, they're cute. I mean, they were just, bad. Like, you know, if, you, if you're having a Star Wars theme thing and you have them on the table, it's cool. But uh, 
Oh my gosh. a choice between that, yeah, that and like a hostess cupcake. I'm taking the hostess cupcake. <laughs> yeah, that's a that that line of collectability is a tough one because yeah, we don't have cake bites near us, so you know that's the kind of thing be hard to hard to collect. Yeah, I found these at the grocery um, store. I'm like, eh. I have to say that that looks interesting. The packaging, the box is that way, and then they're, each cake is individually packaged. Yeah, there's like three cool. little yeah. plastic thing inside the. They're little bite-sized things, but. Yeah, yeah, cool. Yeah. If I was a kid and I got that in my lunch at school, I'd be like, ooh, yeah. Well, they're great for birthdays. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah. Looks gross to me. It reminds, uh, me of, like, it reminds me of cakes you used to have in the, in the 80s at my birthday parties. They're it tiny. kind of looks like coal in the caterpillar, doesn't it? Oh, yeah, kind of bit. Like, well, what's left of them? It says it's apple and jelly. Oh, that's what that flavor was. Okay. Apple jelly. Yeah. Inside apple and jelly. Green. Okay. I like colorful vanilla cake and green frosting. Like yeah. you don't really know what the green frosting tastes like. You know, it's a vanilla cake. It doesn't cake, taste like frogs. Frosting is so. just green. <laughs> oh, yeah. Well, I'm curious now that you know how what frogs taste like. <laughs> if you slice up frog cakes, <laughs> if you slice up Brogo, that's what it looks like on the inside. Plus, they're convenient because <laughs> you can grab them, grab and go. Oh yeah, yeah I'm gonna take some of them to work next week. So. Grab and <laughs> if grab there's you. any left over. Did you finish watching uh, Visions, Stephen? Sorry? Did you finish Visions? I did. I can't believe you guys put me through that. <laughs> but uh, oh, Crazy. I know. Uh, I'm not the biggest Visions. Visions. A fission? I was going to say fission then. I'm not the biggest Visions fan. But uh, yeah, it was, it was, uh, well, we'll get to that in a minute. I'll try not to bring the whole conversation down. Um, but yeah. <laughs> we'll get, Come on, we'll get... they had an Ardmen short. That was a good one. Oh, the yeah. yes, yeah. Uh, oh, I have to remind myself. I've got the list of things. Got the list of ones here, anyway. So yeah. I thought yeah, they were way, we'll way loads better than the first one. So I would go with. I would go along with that overall as a collective. Yes, they were. They were. They were. We'll talk about it. We'll talk about it. Yes, we don't want to get going to get ahead of ourselves. Okay, so oh, hang on a minute. Now keep talking about yourself. Just getting some of this talking about here. He's getting more cake. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the rain he's got like a little chef walking around. Like, Here you go. Uh, I'm gonna put all water. I got um. He's on some reality show where they just give you cakes. <laughs> we do it. You can make us feel like we do. All we do is eat cake every. I've got a feeling that all Americans do are have barbecues and eat steak. Well, um, yeah, that's what I had last night for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> right. No, I had Panera last night for dinner. So no, mm. that's not all we do. At Burger King. <laughs> Did you have it your way? Uh, it like it was on the menu. Did I'm... you have a Spider-Man burger? Is that what you had? <laughs> no, because I don't eat the beef, so oh, I don't yeah. anymore. But the kid got it, and he really liked it. Hmm. A local, a small mom and pop um, video game trading store. It's not a GameStop, but it's equipment. But it's just run by some locals. They have, and they have a, a promotional thing. And this month was a free um, Pokemon pack or tra- tra- any sort of trading card game or whatever. So I took my nephew there so he could pick out a pack and get a free pack of Pokemon's. And there was a Burger King nearby, so I, I let's stop and get some fries, I share a thing of fries with you, and. Um, We'll uh, open up, you know, see what kind of cards you got. Just to have some time to hang out with him or whatever. I bought it. He wanted a Sprite. 
<laughs> so I bought it with Sprite to go with it. And it was like two twenty nine for a small. <laughs> and I just about fell out of my chair. I haven't bought it, you know, usually if I go to the yeah. store like that, it's or a, a fast food, you know, I'm buying like the meal deal thing where it's just, it's all one price and I never really think about it. I just get my, you know, sandwich, the fries and a drink or whatever. <laughs> yeah, just a small drink for two and change. <laughs> it was re- like, incredulous. That's to ridiculous. Holy cow. That is obscene, really. And then, that's and then, ridiculous. He filled it up with like, you know, three, it filled the cup like three fourths of the way with ice. I'm like, dude, you're not going to get much drink out of that. No, you, you no, get the drinks from McDonald's because they're a dollar. <laughs> you get the food from somewhere else, you get the drinks from McDonald's. Even that, McDonald's, <laughs> they are they still a buck for you now? Yeah. They, our, our area. Yeah, they're $1.29 like, now. Yeah, they went up. They the, That dollar stuff uh, got hit oh, by yeah. inflation too, and all the dollar menu stuff got, got jacked up. Anyway, it just. Yeah, I go there all the Getting time crazy. for like my dollar twenty nine Coke. Just Ron, Ron, just did he get any good pulls from that pack? <laughs> if he did, he was excited. So that I was, uh, I was happy. If he did, I don't know. He got one. He got two shinies, and I think out of a ten card pack, I thought he said six of them were. He didn't think he had them, mm-hmm. but he he was he was happy with whatever whatever transpired in that whole Scarlet and and oh, the Scarlet Valley pack. Okay. Yeah, those violet. There's Scarlet and Violet characters, or are they factions of some sort? He didn't really. Um, every time there's like a new, they they always like it's like the new like era generation of Pokemon. It's like they have phases. So like right now it's Scarlet and Violet. So they have you can. This is how Nintendo gets you. You can either choose to buy the Scarlet version of the Pokemon game or the Violet version of the Pokemon. It's essentially the same game. But one one Switch game has like certain character, certain Pokemon to catch, and the other one has like their own little specific ones to catch. But yeah, that's just the overall name of the era. I think I have yeah. seen that in the video game store. Right, there were two yeah. versions of the game. I wondered about that. Is it just the packaging or the gameplay itself? You're saying is legit. Yeah, it's, it's basically the same, but there's like maybe a couple different like rivals to yeah. battle and a couple different um, Pokemon to catch. So you, the thing is, they want people to trade Genius. between games. Yeah. Yeah. Of course, they sell the double pack that's like a hundred and some bucks. So I, I haven't done that yet. I've only been buying the one of one of them. Ron, um, I have like twelve Pokemon binders. <laughs> I was just wow. counting them right now. Yeah, we have tons of cards. <laughs> right. So just thinking here, look at the agenda stuff. We've got any news? We've we got any news? Any news this episode? No good news is good good news. Uh, um. <laughs> I hear Kathleen Kennedy is getting fired. That's oh, yeah. why. Oh, all right. Excellent. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, Elder and Disney's making like no money and they're closing all the parks. Yeah. Yeah, all the parks. <laughs> and, and Star Wars is finished. Yeah, and George Lucas told everybody he hates everything. So. <laughs> <laughs> there's uh, a. I think there's one book coming, and then Ahsoka starts in August. So I mean, there's kind of a little slow. Yeah. So. It's slim, but it's a bit of a dry period at the moment. Yeah. Uh, I'm still trying to read Vengeance for the past month, so it's. it's oh, get- that's going to come out on audiobook this week, so. It comes a couple of days time, isn't it? Ten. Mm. Six, ten. I'm not even halfway through yet, so uh, you guys might beat me through it. Or oh, I have. Oh, Stephen finished. Yeah, Stephen yeah. finished. But he didn't read the other one yet. No, I haven't done the other one. Wait. Oh, Cataclysm. No, the kid one. Press um, Planet X. Yeah, Planet oh, X. I ain't done that one. Honestly, it's not necessary. Don't pay for it. So. <laughs> oh, I, didn't <laughs> pay, I, didn't, I didn't pay for Vengeance, though. So, uh, <laughs> so 
I could pay for this one and make up for it. Uh, yes. Well, Disney needs the money. Stephen. They do they need the money. That's <laughs> Desperately. Yes. I'm um, donating like $10 a month to them and their streaming service. So that, that, that's getting plenty of my money. <laughs> yes. So we've just got Around the Table, Visions Season 2, and ROTJ. Unless anybody's watched anybody's watched as much as the uh, Jedi High Adventures as I have. I've only watched two episodes. Yeah, same here. Yeah, I haven't watched much yet. Yeah, yeah. I just watched the first one with my nephew. It was entertaining enough. <sighs> yeah, I just haven't yeah. gotten, gotten around to it. It's not like a, we're, 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 we might. might, it, was might pretty. Conversation. it was pretty. It certainly is pretty. I'll give you that. I I, I just found the second episode hard going, but um, there we go. Okay, let's get rolling then. Everybody ready? Yarp. Ready. Yep.